Welcome back, everybody. Does that sound clear? Mic yeah, check, good. one, two. That's kind of like my thing, mic check, one, two. I always <laughs> mic check it before we come in. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Zach Gamer here with the Gamer Project Podcast. Our guest today is none other than Block A, a.k.a. Blake Henny Hendricks in the house. Um, he is uh, one of my best friends, uh, college roommate, groomsman, um, just good man. So we're going to kind of dig into different things today we're gonna to talk about gaming a little bit because we're both you know we're both uh both gamers in that sense um we're also going to be touching on obviously the COVID situation kind of what's going on we might even touch on the fact that the government just dropped um alien footage on cnn and no one's fucking talking about it so that's kind of crazy so we're gonna we're gonna get into all this kind of stuff today um blake i'll just uh kind of give you the floor and kind of you can tell the the audience a little bit about yourself Damn. Well, uh, yeah. Thank you for that introduction. Um, yeah, gotta say I've known Zach for, oh, fuck. It's been about six years now. Yep. And yeah, that's been, it's been quite the ride we had together, you know, and, oh yeah. A little nervous still. Cause this is surreal. This is, I, know. I was listening to your first podcast. I'm like, damn, like he's, He's out here. He like you could tell like once it's out there, you're just like, oh, I know. So, yeah. The first like ten minutes, it, it kind of take it kind of takes a little time to warm up, and so that's yeah. that's the thing is that like when we did our first one, like I was like for the first like 10, 15 minutes, I was like, eh. but it yeah. is you know it's it, for me it's just kind of the excitement of just like hey we're doing this you know because remember we yeah. just, like that back in Highland and J nine we used to talk about like hey what you know we're gonna get a podcast going one day yeah. and we're gonna you know make this happen and I was like you know six seven years later it's like we're finally making it happen. It's so crazy that like this whole thing that's going on with the Corona thing is like kind of what was like the catalyst to like make it be possible. So, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just a little bit about myself. Uh, You know, roommates with Zach for eh, what? Two and a half, three years, three years. Yeah. So uh, I got out of the military in 2014. I was in the Marines and then, you know, I just met this motherfucker just straight off of Craigslist because I was coming down here to live here. And then <laughs> the people who I was going to have, they fell through. They're like, yeah, we can't have you here. So then I was just scrambling for like, I don't know, maybe like a week or two on end. And then all of a sudden I just came back from the gym one day. And then also I just saw like perfect ad. Two people need a roommate for uh, for this place called Briargate, which I was like, hell yeah, because I was kind of looking into it. And yeah, so, so and behold, it called him. I actually got Zach over the phone because it was like, yeah, it's just, yeah. And so with everything, I met him probably later that day down in Mankato and it was just lock, set, stone from there. Uh, I went to MSU, uh, well, Mankato State or Minnesota State University, Mankato. Horns up. Uh, (laughs) For law enforcement at first. And then I totally bombed out of my whole first year like it's still catching up to me to this day so and every time I go back to college um it's like oh you still have like four failures on your record and I was just like be being stubborn I was like damn I just I can't I don't need to do this anymore like I don't want to but I'm sick and tired of going to like the administration building and be like hey do you understand that you need a fuck a 3.5 GPA to stay in our school I'm like what? I'm a C average student. Like I can't get that. <laughs> You're expecting me to get all A's. That's, I mean, not the brightest ball, but you know, not the dumbest one either. So 
Right. Me getting A's is like me doing backflips. It's just not happening. Mm-hmm. I feel so, it. Uh, yeah. So I've, I've just been um, kind of doing a little job searching every now and again. Uh, I mean, with all the whole Corona thing, I'm dabbing in and out of school, got my associate's degree. So it's something. And then uh, this past year, yeah, I've been out of school for a year now. Holy shit. Uh, I was doing EMT course. So I have that under my belt, but as of right now, I don't know if I even want to go out there for 13 bucks an hour to go catch the Rona to save a life. I don't know. That's kind of asking a lot, you know, yeah, it is. to be honest, but uh, yeah, that's, and so I just, I don't know. Been at my full-time job for a year, had a, got into a crash, not really a crash. I hit a tree, a tip of my truck hit the tree, nonetheless, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. So I got transferred and to be honest, this is kind of an ideal job for um, going back to school because I just work in a warehouse and some days I'm just totally busy and some days I got nothing to do. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of good. Um, I feel it. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of a spin up. Yeah. Uh, I'll have more. Well, eventually we'll have more time to discuss. I'm actually a pretty fun. I guess I would say I'm a fun dude to hang out with, but during the circumstances of our times, I really can't get out there right now. Right. I hear you. you know, and that's the thing too is that you know I just kind of kind of circling back to your you know back to your school thing. Um, you were saying how you know, it's like, for, for me, it's like, you know, the whole idea of like, oh, you need to have this GPA to be in the school yeah. and you need to do this, you need to do that. It's like the thing that, you know, I went and I got my associates, I got my bachelor's and I got my master's again, not, not trying to flex or anything, but I went through all that and it was the same type of shit. You need to be this good, you need this and that. I knew I was smarter than most of the people that I, that I like went to school with, like in a sense yeah. of just like understanding things and kind of being aware. I like, for me, school was like, it was more about the experience. So basically I feel like, I, I mean, I got the knowledge, like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I got the knowledge, but I feel like, you know, this whole thing, like we're, we were brought up like, Hey, you, you gotta go to, you gotta go to school and you gotta get a degree and you're gonna get a job and this and that. They don't tell you there's like fine print to it. It's like, it isn't, no, you're not gonna, just cause you got a piece of paper doesn't mean you're gonna get, get a job. Yeah. You know, I got a master's degree right now and I'm unemployed. You know, like I said, I mean, I, you know, I got my bachelor's in excess science. I got a sport management master's degree and there's nothing going on right now. There's a, you know, there's granted, you know, those positions or those fields are very competitive and it's kind of one of those yeah. things, but unless you're going to be a doctor, a nurse, a lawyer or something that's like, you know, there's high demand, like we, we need those yeah. things. You're not guaranteed shit. That's why trade school has been like been more of the thing. Oh, yeah, but I was man. also, I was also faced with the thing of like, okay, do I want to run track? You know, cause you know, being a, being a college athlete, some of my bearded dragons freaking out. And, uh, you know, so it's like, I couldn't do that by going to trade school. So it's like this, the whole system was kind of weird, you know, like I said, so it's like, I have a lot of people that I know that are like, Hey, yeah, I went to school and I graduated, but I'm, I'm working a job that I could have got just fucking out of high school. And it's just like, there's so many people, like, especially our age, you know, like I said, mid to, to late twenties, early thirties, where it's like, you know, we're, you know, we were sold this dream. That was just not a thing. I mean, they weren't, they, they, yeah. they weren't, they weren't honest with us. You know, you know, there's a lot of people that joke about, Oh, well you can't go get, you know, a dance theory major and expect to make, you know, millions. It's like, yeah, I get that. But like, you sh- don't say like, Hey, you're going to be able to go to school and you're going to be able to, 
you know, chase your dream and, and you know, get your dream job and then, you know, yeah. live this life and be whatever, because that's not how it is, you know, and that's the lie yeah. that we were told. And it's just, you know, look at us now, look at all these people that have all this debt, you know, with my master's, my master's like 60K. I went in debt for this fucking, for, for a two-year master's program, you know, otherwise I would have had, and now with interest over the last probably three, four, five years, it's like basically like I'm, I'm close to hundred K in debt, you know, with my student loans. And so it's like, that's something now that I'm going to have to carry with me. And I'm one of like millions of people now that have that. Oh, and yeah, it's crazy. That's, yeah. I don't, I mean, from all the medical stuff I had to deal with in the past, like I don't have school debt. Like that GI bill is real, man. Mm-hmm. But I wish I would have done it more. Because when I got out of active duty, I didn't have any, as- or I wouldn't say aspiration, but I had no direction. Mm-hmm. So, and I was just like, boom, I just want to go in right away. Cause like, which I'm glad it happened because all the stuff that I'm in now wouldn't have happened if I didn't do that. But for people who are listening out there, if you're stuck in my shoes or if you're planning on going to school, go to school in a community college for the first till you get your associate's degree do not jump into a university right away because it's cheaper and it's more efficient and boom you'll get out of there uh with something or trade school too because going back to you when you said trade school is a thing like that was what they said in the even in my last days of being in the reserves they're just like yeah go to trade school do something because you don't want to be uh you don't want to be stuck you know unemployed which kind of sucks right now for people and uh what's was it you that we were talking like a long long time ago that it's like one in 14 people in their program that they studied for actually get into it right yeah yeah so your odds aren't even good so like what i originally wanted to go into um was the sports management program but i needed like a because it was such a competitive degree so when i transferred i got my associates they're like hey get your associates and you'll be able to transfer and get into whatever you know program i did that they didn't tell me like oh no 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 you need to have all you need to take these classes too and even though you took these classes that are the same thing it didn't have the exact same thing that we have over here i'm like well what's the difference so i ended like retaking classes cost me more money more time and then it, it the whole thing just it was longer and longer and longer and it's just you know, that whole like, oh, so I was like, okay. And then when I did get all this stuff, they're like, well, your GPA still isn't good enough. Even though I had the, the yeah. minimum GPA, it was like, well, you're not competitive now because you need a three, two. Okay. Well, I got a three, two. And then it was like, okay, but now the average person applying has a three, seven. So now you need at least a three, seven. Otherwise it doesn't yeah. fucking count. And so it's like, okay. So and that's all shit they don't fucking tell you. Yeah. It, it's, it like, is. it's all just a numbers game. And when, even in the last semester I was at MSU for, I was, um, I passed all my classes. I got a B and C average, which was, it's good for me, but they mm-hmm. were, they literally sat me down. They're like, if you want to keep continuing, you're going to have to get a three point like five or something. I was like, that's not possible. And with the time, with the time being, I probably could have achieved it, but I thought my philosophy teacher was just an idiot so <laughs> she failed. Or I wouldn't say she failed my ass, but I got a D minus. So that kind of did it. Cause it yeah. was a, it was a very open question. She was like, um, does God exist or not? And I was just like, well, you can't prove it, but you can't disprove it either. And she didn't like me. She was a 30 year old cat lady. So, and they normally don't like me either. Ooh. I was like, cause lady. I was like, I was 20. 26 going on 27 so i was like you're only like a few years older than me yet i can tell 
I've Houston. lived more. Yeah, I'm, I lived more life than you. And yet you're just buried yourself in books and you just think you're like all that in a bag of chips. Come on, lady. <laughs> you're like coming at this lady's life here. And my, Dude, drag, I, my dragon just cr- raced across the floor, knocked over my pop, and now I have a crisis. I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Let's see. I got the dog right next to me. Jeez. Oh, okay, Houston, I'm back. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I'm coming at her a little too hard. <laughs> but oh, I didn't. Uh, I wouldn't say too hard. I mean, if she, you know, I mean, we all we all have those teachers that are, uh, you know, you know, to your point, you know, we've all had teachers that are, they think they're smarter than they really are, and they think they're shedding some enlightening shit on you, and really, it's just a lot of it. It's like self righteous propaganda bullshit, and yeah. uh, we ain't got time Cause for like, that. Yeah, because I get it. It was just like. Um, just the way she worded it, 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 it just didn't vibe with me. Cause like, I could tell from off the bat, she was probably an atheist and her whole demeanor in the class was like, God doesn't exist. I'm just like, dude, you're, you're sucking on the philosopher's dicks from like back in the 1700s. It's like, come on now. We're all different now. Right. We got information we can, I mean, uh, not all of us, but some people can predict or not predict contradict like what they want to believe and what they know and what they can get like i mean people could just uh man i'm losing my train of thought here but they can uh think for themselves is what i'm trying to say right you know and and that's the thing too is that that's the beautiful thing about the, the world we live in is that you can have a thought and you can have an opinion that's totally fine you know my only thing is if you're gonna have an opinion be able to like kind of you know, substantiate it, be able to back it up, be able to let, you know, like, you know, to your, to the point of like, is God real? Well, I guess that, I guess, what is your definition of God? Are you asking is, is Uh God real in the sense that is there a, is there a higher power or are you asking like God, like the, you know, the quote unquote old man in the clouds, who's the father of Jesus, you know, the, the, you know, the Christian God. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of gods and deities that have been, you know, worshiped over the course of human history, you know? So I guess, you know, yeah. atheism ag- agnostic i think is what it is is where it's like you don't really know i think that's what it, yeah. you know, agnostic is right you know fact check me if i'm wrong but um i'm pretty well, sure that's what it is because i well i'm more of an agnostic person it's fundamentally like i really don't believe but yet i respect everyone else's decisions on what they want because mm-hmm. like just because because like fundamentally now don't quote me on this but fundamentally I'm kind of an agnostic Buddhist, if that even makes any sense, because I'm just about 
like you know the general vibe and like i kind of like the buddhist mentality that like it's not over after all this it's not over okay come back somewhere else and stuff like that too i like that all right so okay so to your point of agnostic okay so i don't know if this will answer your question if you can be agnostic buddhist but a person who believes that nothing is known or can be known of the existence or nature of god or of anything beyond material phenomena a person who claims neither faith nor disbelief in god agnosticism is the view that the existence of god or or of the divine of the supernatural is unknown and unknowable so basically saying you're like you don't know what you're admitting that you don't know what the fuck is going on Oh, for real. That's that's Dude, basically what the, that's the saying. only time. I guess the only time I'll know is when you know I'm gone. Right. But, and I guess or you the time I'll know for sure. Yeah. Or the atheists will be right, and then all the evolutionary people will be like, "Yep, we just we just you know circle of life, Akuna Matata." And yeah, I mean that's the beautiful part, though. You'll never know, and like even once you do know, you can't even explain it to anyone else because you're no longer a part. Right. But yeah. like I look at it like in a kind of in a, like a death situation too though like and like how someone's soul is like their soul is still somewhere on this earth but they're just no longer apart like it's it's like saying goodbye to like an ex-girlfriend or like a, a best friend or something like you one day you're talking to them the next day they're just gone right like i know they're still out there somewhere along this all this stuff that's going on but i can't talk to them anymore right which is the sad part And, you know, that's just how I view view death in general, because it's just like, and that's why I get why people mourn too, because it's, they're just your person that you liked, you loved, is just no longer here. Mm -hmm. But in the, in the sense of acceptance, acceptance in the five stages of grieving, I know they're somewhere out there. They probably won't remember me, but I know like their souls out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So you believe, uh, all right, so you're basically saying that you believe in reincarnation and that we're all kind of like energy and that, you know, we're all kind of, you know, cause that's kind of what I believe, I guess. I, I, I do think that there is something, I'm not sure what it is. I mean, I was raised Christian Lutheran, so it's pretty laid back. Yeah. Um, you know, I do like the principles though, that the Christian religion instills in people, you know, all the stories and all like the, the really OC stories, yeah. you know, that's, that's kind of where they lose a lot of people. But to totally switch gears for a second, kind of not really kind of staying the same thing, but have you ever heard of the Anunnaki? No. Okay. So the Anunnaki is like basically, holy fuck. That's a lot to unpack. Okay. So (laughs) essentially they're like this people that came to earth and basically like made humans essentially. Uh, So, okay. So think about it. You've played the Assassin's Creed games, right? Yeah. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't. Um, they're like the Inu or the Inu people or the uh, basically the gods in Assassin's Creed that like mm-hmm. kind of created Adam and Eve and like that whole thing where they're like, you yeah. know, hybrid with these like super beings. Same fucking thing, but it's a, like actually like quote unquote proven in the Sumerian text, which is like basically like these like really old texts, these tablets that were found in, in Sumeria. And basically it tells like the retelling of the Bible, but like with different names and different things. So basically it shows that like the Bible and everything has been changed, obviously with thousands and thousands of years of interpretation, yeah. different languages, the whole thing. But that's essentially what it's talking about and that we are essentially the um, hybridization of essentially uh, lower hominids and these like essentially... Uh, aliens for lack of a better phrase 
So it's fucking pretty wild. So you, there's some videos that I'll send you that you got to watch. And then next time, like after you watch it, then I, we'll, we'll reconnect and we'll do another one of these and you can, you can give me your thoughts on it. But that, in a nutshell, that's what it is. So. Are you looking there, it up? Hold on, hold on one second. Oh, wait. Oh, by the way, real quick, Sundrop, um, if you're ever, if you're ever listening, um, this is a free sponsor right here, Sundrop. Um, not no a big way. pop drinker, but uh, cherry lemon sundrop. Can't get this shit anywhere. The only time I ever get it is when I go out to my grandma's in rural Minnesota, and I never see it anywhere. But real sundrop, yes. Cherry, cherry sundrop, no. So if you guys ever want to sponsor this podcast um, or my YouTube channel, uh, you know, at the Gamer Project, let me know because uh, I would love one. Free pops, all you got to give me. Because I don't drink that often. Free go. advertisement, mid show. There you go. Uh, yeah, I keep getting a call from because right now I'm using my girlfriend's laptop and her mom keeps calling. <laughs> so it just keeps like sliding over, slide back, sliding over. I'm like, oh, all right, well, oh, I so can't send like, a text. Oh, yeah. you can't when you're on this? No, because like I can't see anything. So when I'm going back and forth, that's what it is. Mm. Yo, check out this fucking <clears throat> my ratchet ass gaming headset that is, is going to substitute as my headphones for this whole thing. Hey, it's all so good. funny. Some dude on uh, on one of our reaction videos on our YouTube channel, which by the way, if you guys are listening, go over there and check it out. Same name, um, the Gamer Project. We do reaction videos, training tips. Uh, we upload the podcast video there, um, all that. So check all that out. Support us there as well. Um, but uh, yeah, some dude on there was basically saying how, um, like, basically, like you guys have the potential to be, you know, like be really big and you know catch on and you know have a lot of people because you guys got a lot of personality. Basically, just gives a really big compliment. And he basically saying is like he commented like on our on our gear. He's like, you know, if you guys up up, you know, up uh, fuck, I can't even talk. Upgrade your like your equipment and shit and your your audio and all this and that. Everything will just be that much better. And you know, it's just funny because I'm like looking at this now and I got you know I got my mic all flipped up and shit, yeah. so it's like out of the way. But you know what, it works. You know, like I said, we're on a budget. You know, we're in a we're in a fucking the apocalypse right now. So yeah, you know, I mean, oh man, just uh, we'll we'll touch on that a little bit later. But yeah, that's um, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even know if it's safe it's the apocalypse or not. Cause it's, it's like, I mean, I get it. We're stuck indoors, but at the same time, it's just like, damn, like, dude, is this a big ruse up for the government to see how much they can flex on us and how much they can get away with? Like stay inside. Cause we said, so, you know, and use fear. They, the, the government now knows that fear works. You know, all they got to say, Oh, there's some fucking crazy virus. There's this, you go outside, you're going to get X, Y, Z stay inside. Yeah. A lot of people I mean, aren't, but a lot of people are. It's, I wouldn't say it's imaginary. It's definitely real. But like you look at TV and it's like, oh my God, the world's ending. But you look outside, you're just like, yo, we're just chilling. It's a beautiful 70 degree day up here in the Twin Cities. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, it's close to 80 degrees down here. So I Ooh. think it was 78. Yeah. That's what's up. But uh, yeah, dude, it's uh, the, the love on the YouTube channel has been real. I mean, we're up to almost 200 subscribers now. So that's, you know, a little over a month, month and a week. Um, so that's pretty good. And considering we haven't put out like really shiver content over the last probably, um, I don't know, probably say 10 days we haven't really put anything out. Um, cause you know, Marina has been, you know, busy with stuff. She's been working and she's been trying to, you know, do her own thing and that type of thing. So, um, 
but it's really cool. I'll like, you know, say a few comments, you know, cause there's always going to be, you can't have good without bad, yeah. you know? So obviously, you know, this, but honestly, when I see something negative, I'm just like, Oh, scroll. don't even pass pay it, No mind. And I feel like the world, especially people that are, if you do engage with social media, you need to realize that, that it's like, you don't need to engage with every fucking idiot that talks shit to you. Yeah. That says some dumbass thing. Like you don't need to imagine like your brain has only so much like memory or bandwidth. Right. So you get a hundred, say, gigabytes of bandwidth. If you spend like 20 of that fucking just arguing with people for two, three hours online, going back and forth, you know, insults, this and that, get your blood pressure all up and all that. It's like, why would you do that? Could do yeah. that, put that towards more, something more constructive. So it's like, when I see that shit, I'm just like, ah, whatever. I'm like, I'm only embracing with people that are trying to give me love and marina love and trying to like support us you know we're trying to connect with people we're trying to do this thing like this isn't like oh we're gonna get fucking rich and famous it's like that's not the point the point is is, is that we want to connect with people we want to be able yeah. to like have a platform like this where people can talk and especially nowadays you're now where it's like people are stuck inside and you're not fucking seeing people face to face so it's like you know what we still got a lot to say and i you know like i don't necessarily want to be on social media and so i want to like be able to vocalize it in youtube and fucking you know Podbean. shout out to them you know are good you know avenues to like you know let shit go and it's like just yeah. the, the the love is there and it's just it's just been really cool and again i keep going back to this just because you know this, like i said this episode two and it's just crazy because you know who knows maybe a year from now we look back like do you remember we were doing fucking you know yeah. the start of the start of the rona when we were doing this and like now here we are and yeah it's just crazy i mean yeah you just gotta make content like what like going on what you're saying i get it people they want to shut stuff down but most of it's just because people don't want to do it for themselves which you know right. i'm guilty for myself because i'm i wouldn't say i'm a big talker but like you know i would like to do it but i don't know it's just me being lazy or me not having time on my hands to do it but right. it 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 is what it is. That's all I got to say. I have no excuses, but when it comes up, Hey, it comes up and you just got to make content. That's like what you want to talk about. And you're going to look back on it and be like, yo, this is what my people were talking about. Cause right. that's, that's the whole point. It's not about making money. It's just like, yo, this, I'm, I just want to put my foot in there and say, Hey, I did it. And right. if I did, and like, at least I'm out here living my dream. That's it. That's, that's all right. you can ask for. Mm-hmm. And for people who are just to like, you know, talk down. It's just like, dude, like find a hobby. Exactly. Uh, if I'm not, if I'm not here, if I'm not talking, I mean, the writing, reading, playing video games, that's it. Right. How has your uh, writing been going? That's something, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Block A is, uh, is an avid writer and uh, he, he got into writing pretty hardcore when we were in college. And I, I know that's something that, you know, everyone has their things that they do to, you know, kind of help, you know, me, you know, mitigate stress and uh, all that jazz. Um, and so I know Blake is, you know, really into writing, um, which is something, you know, my wife, she's a, she's a big writer and reader as well. I'm more the, I'm more the talker, talker guy. Um, but uh, how is your uh, how is your writing going? What uh, I guess kind of was I I know you were kind of talking about you know do, maybe doing some short stories and you know stuff like yeah. that book maybe what's going on with that? So I've written a few short stories. Um, I don't know for me it's hard to get writer's block, and for right now though because I've just been you know dabbling. I think I have like three or four snippets of scenes of just like this is what I'm doing and this is what I want to do with it but I don't know where it's going to go. So I don't really have a set story, but I just have like just pictures and scenes and plots, like arguments, negotiations like this. Like it's literally just a whole big puke on paper, mm-hmm. but I have nothing to link it yet. So 
and I don't even really have full characters developed yet. Like I just kind of look around. I'm like, oh, what should I name this? And like I'll just see like a can. I'm like, hmm, can, can't, ban, Stan. Like, right, Stan. That's is gonna be his name. So <laughs> there's no set. Like I, eventually they're gonna the names will probably get changed because like I'm I'm not really set on it. But like just for the sake of I want to just write it down and come up with a name real quick. That's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've been, um, are you are, like all, all this whole, uh, Oh no. So I think you, like before, go oh, ahead. Sorry. You, so you before, froze there for a second. So I was like, uh, 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 so now, okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So like before this whole, you know, stay at home order was, uh, established, um, I think it was like back in February, January, February, right when the coronavirus first came to the United States. I, I think I just went to like a complete days one day and just sat down for like three hours and wrote like a, a little intro of somebody who is just like just at the bar drinking. And then all of a sudden, like something happened, like kind of like the coronavirus. But in my story, it's a lot worse, let's just say. And then he goes home. He like he goes home because like the government's like, yo, go back home because shit's about to hit the fan as he's leaving he sees like these people drinking like one last one last midnight type of thing and he's like man i wish i was just acceptance of like that so then he goes home he looks out the window and he just sees like his whole city in shambles and he's just like wow that didn't take very long so that's kind of the intro i don't really know how it's going to play out but it would definitely be more of the apocalyptic era you know the one that we kind of wanted instead we got this one right and i don't know I, I just find it funny though that like people were like oh i got enough supplies to last me for 10 years in my underground bunker and then all of a sudden oh, let's see what they the, fucking need it all the end month, of the world a month people. and a half in they're like yo i need my motherfucking haircut right i can't take this anymore this isn't the apocalypse i signed up for it's just like oh, come on now Oh uh, no, dude! All those, all those doomsday people, all those motherfucking people that literally have yeah, those bunkers and shit, minds. dude. They're yeah. they're like, I fucking told you, I told you, dude. The the funny thing is though, too, like they're the ones who are protesting outside, and yet a come come a month from now, they're gonna be in the hospital bed saying, "Why didn't you stop us?" I'm like, this is what you get, right? You know, honestly, it, it's you you know to, going back to your story, you know, your idea for that is that you know it's. Uh, I really like that. And obviously, you know, you know, we're, we're going through something right now. So obviously you can draw inspiration with that. You know, the apocalyptic thing seems to always kind of be on humans radars. It's like, we're, you know, it's kind of like, yeah. wondering like, Oh fuck, when's it going to end? Like, you know, we're, you know, if and when or how, and you know, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I just think it's really awesome. Like I said, if you know, like that's, you know, that's how you do it. Like I said, I've never written a fucking book myself, but like, you know, like I said, you know, all the greats, you know, talk about like, well, I kind of came up with this little plot line and I started with this. And I just had some characters and I kind of had a thought and then I fucking did this and I did that. And all of a sudden, yeah. boom, you know, and then they, they're 10, they're, you know, they're balls deep and they got 10 books out. And it's just like, you know, they got something really fucking awesome going. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. I even, it dates back to all the way, like in our Best Buy days. Cause I just remember like some employees there and I remember talking to you about this. I was just like, to be honest, like there's nothing you really need in a store. And then, like, I kind of drew inspiration. I went name names for the sake of people who I kind of gunned down in my story. But, like, you know, there was just kind of a, sca- a scavenger just, like, going around, you know, just watching, looking at everything. And then, like, he goes up to, like, a, a semi. And then in the back of it, it's just dead bodies burned. 
And like, mm-hmm. he just recognizes some of those people. And he's like, this is what happens when like you go to government for help or some, something, you know, something on the mm-hmm. lines of that. Because like, if shit were to get like super, super bad, I would, I, <laughs> I would not trust the government for my safety. I'd be like, yo, I'm just going to go dig my own grave in the backyard at this point. <laughs> Right. You know, and, and that's so crazy is that, you know, you, you work for the government, you know, it's so like I said, you know, you, you, you know, you were signed up, you were signed up to the man. It's like, you know, there's, you know, what would you say to people that, you know, are so about just like giving all of their like freedom to the government? It's like government, take care of me, government, take care of me. Like, you know, I, me personally, I think that's not the move. I, I think no. that, you know, this, the whole idea of this country is to like, you know, the, they're, they're supposed to serve us in, you know, not in the sense of like, take care of us in every single sense of the word. Like at the end of the day, yeah. you know, basically like the people that are, those people are like, basically they want to take personal responsibility away and accountability away and they want the government to do it. But then th- what they don't realize is that you're giving away your personal freedom then, because if you just want them to do it, they're like, okay, well we'll do it, but you're going to do it our way. And this is how it's going to be done. And boom, boom, boom. And then little by little, they take shit away from you and then you're fucked. Like, why yeah. don't people see that? Um, I don't know. It's, it's problems that they'd never had to deal with in their life. Like I know what it's like to, I mean, yeah, I like going through the Marines boot camp. like you're pretty much treated like a POW from the get go. Cause like, this is like, cause I remember reading like, Hey, what, what do prisoners of war get? They get, they get services such as like food, email or mailing letters to home, religious services and stuff like that. And I was just like, wait a minute, like this is what they're doing to their own people. And when I was 18 and I signed up, I was just like, dude, I didn't do anything wrong. And yet I feel like I'm in fucking jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I get the pride, the nation's pride and everything like that. But it's at the same time, it's, it wasn't my cup of Joe. Like I wanted the challenge. I got what I asked for. And my whole military experience was just based off experience. Like, would I do it again? If I, if I did, I would do it a whole lot differently. But if I went the same route, I would be a whole lot different person. Right. Um, which, I mean, take it with the good and the bad. Because I wouldn't say I was an alcoholic or anything, but I did like to party on the weekends. But I stayed sober during the weekdays. So it was just like, hmm, eh, it is what it is. Right. But for, I don't know, for just trusting, like I do remember – like one of my buddies he took his own life in the barracks and stuff like that too and at first they like kind of mourned it like you know they gave us like a day and then I think like the third or fourth day they just like threw down the fucking hammer on everyone there like so solely restrictions and everything like uh, it was kind of like the Patriot Act in a sense like if you witness something or if you see something or this person's not doing something like make sure you report right away because we don't want another you know Thing on our hands what, ha- what happened like, did he did he just drink too much and get fucked up or i mean what happened no he uh at the time it was the reawakening program so this was back in like 2014 so they just wanted the best of the best um no so what does that what, what does that mean I'm, I'm 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 a fucking idiot when it comes to like the military stuff like what, what does that mean so the reawakening program was like we are all getting sluggish because the war in afghanistan was over and like where everything was died down in Iraq because before that it didn't matter what you did. You could get DUIs, drug pops, but you could reenlist. So Whoa, the military really? was like, yeah. So the military was like, yo, we're doing this program. If you have any strikes in your record, Hey, you're pretty much getting the boot honorable discharge, but you're pretty much getting the boot. And 
and they set you up in tiers. So if you were, I don't know, tier three or four, chances of you re-enlisting weren't that big versus the one and twos. So uh, my buddy, he was, you know, 20-year man, die hard. And he, um, yeah, he, uh, he, they told him he had to go home. And, yeah, he hung himself in the shower. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. So, and it was, yeah. Sorry to hear that. I mean, he was a good guy, but I don't know. Do you feel like he was battling some shit before that? Yeah. I, I th- but that was just me knowing what I know. I guarantee there's more to the story that I don't know. Right. So for anyone else who's watching this, who knows, I mean, hey, I'm sorry. But this is just the stuff I knew. So right. I know there's a whole lot more. There's so much more stuff to go through it. But mm-hmm. you know, it's crazy. Um, for the longest time, like I thought about joining the military. Like you know, my grandpa was in the military. My uncle was in the military. You know, my dad was in the military. You know, they all did like you know they they weren't like super hardcore where it's like oh boom okay go you know my grandpa he did a few tours uh, he fought in the Korean War. Um, and, you know, my uncle, he did a bunch of different tours. He was in the Navy. They're all in the Navy. And, and so it's like, obviously, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I just want to go in the Navy. And I'm kind of glad in a way that I didn't because almost everyone I've met that has served has some level of regret for serving. But they also, it has its pros and cons, I'm sure, like with anything else. Yeah, but it's just, it's you know, good, just good and the bad. Just knowing how I, how the, the path I took and kind of the, the route I went, just hearing kind of how other people's, you know, journeys and, you know, that they maybe chose the military route. And I got some of my fucking best friends and some of the best people I know were military people. You're, you were in the military. Darius is still in the thing in the military. So it's like, you know, my buddy Lenny down from Iowa Central, shout out to him. Uh, if you're listening to this, um, you know, active duty guys, you know, he just, he, he, he came back right before the wedding, but he couldn't leave because he couldn't, he couldn't go more than 300 miles from base and he's down yeah. in Texas. And so he, he could only come up to like fucking basically Iowa, like just like to like basically Des Moines is as close as he could get. And, um, or I think it was three hours. could be three hours. Three, what the fuck yeah. was it? 300 miles I mean, or three. I don't know. Like I said, yeah. I'm not, but either way, like I said, shout out to him and, you know, shout out to all you guys. Cause like I said, you guys are all doing shit that I could never fucking do. I mean, I could, but like, I'm too selfish in the sense that I don't want to do that. Um, because I don't think not enough people would do that for me is, is bullshit as that sounds is, you know, it's, you know, I, I don't think the, you know, in my eyes, my one little bit of effort would make a, the world difference. And I know that they teach you the probably total opposite. It's like every man counts and you're really good as your weakest yeah. link. You know, I get all that. It's just something that, you know, the path I've taken the world, you know, like seeing the world, how, I, how I've seen it living, you know, my 20 years of life, you know, I, you know, and that's why, you know, I wouldn't want to do that because, you know, they take you when you're young, take you 18, 19 years old. And that's when you're still impressionable. They can mold you. You haven't like your brain yeah. isn't developed. And so they can kind of manipulate you. And that's the whole point of why you can, you know, you can join your 18 is because you're yeah. like full of piss and vinegar. Like, fuck yeah, fuck Nazis, fuck whoever, you know, like, it, you know, whoever it is that you're fighting, whatever, the, you know, whoever's the bad guy at that, you know, ISIS or whatever. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I do distinctly remember like propaganda videos that they would have out there. Just yeah. for us to like hate someone that we don't even know. And right. it was. If they look like this, hate like, them. Yeah. Cause like, again, I was 18, 19 at the time when I was going through training. And this is like, yo, this is what we're fighting for. And they would show us like, you know, that super motivational, badass video. And you're just like, I hate this person. America. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know them, but I hate them. I'm just like, home. Oh. Now looking back at it, I'm like, dude, I'm a fucking idiot. Right. 
Like, well, that's the whole cause, point. Because, like, especially when I got to my first few years in college, too, like when I moved to Mankato, it was just such a such a culture shock right away, too. Because, like, I was just like, damn, I'm the fucking baddest motherfucker ever. And then I get my shit rocked at the bars during that week. I'm just like, damn, like, you need to you need to chill. Like, well, to be fair, you, I mean, you got jumped. You know, granted, yeah. you know, granted, and you were also lit. So I don't give a fuck if you're the best fighter in the world. If you're lit as fuck, um, your coordination, all your shit, it's not the same. Um, yeah. It's just not, you know, it's a sober fight. That's why typically, generally speaking, um, the sober guy will win the fight against a drunk guy more times than not. You know, all oh, things being sure. equal, all things being equal, I, I bet it's almost 100% of the time. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, um, but, you know, it's uh, – yeah, that's crazy. See, and that's the thing too, is that I have a huge problem with like people kind of telling me what to do. I, I guess there's like a, there's, I guess a, a defiance to my personality, but in the sense that like, it has to make sense. Like if you're just yeah. like, hate someone because I said so, and I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I like that person or I like someone who looks like that. So I'm not going to hate it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. And that's why I don't listen to like the mainstream news, news like CNN, Fox and all those, you know, MSNBC you know, they, they, they have agendas and it's like, that's why it's like, when I watch this shit, I'm like, fuck you, no matter who it is, even if I agree with, you know, whatever views being said, it's just like, I know that you're pushing it to push it and you're trying to tell me how to think, you know, and it's like, and that's the thing too, is that being informed nowadays isn't as easy as just turn on the TV and watch the news. Cause you're not getting the real fucking news. You're getting, yeah. you're getting fake news, whether it's from the right, left, it's, you're getting the, you're getting an agenda based media and it's a huge fucking problem. And it's like, you know, and then people are lazy. Everything's so quick, quick, quick. We have fucking access to information. We have our phones. We have this and that. We can just, oh, I see a headline. You know, Trump said, blah, 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 blah. So I'm going to fucking hate Trump. He's a misogynist. He's a racist. Yet people, I've like watched articles where, or read articles that people have sent me like, see, look, this is why Trump is bad. Me personally, I don't think Trump's that bad. Is he the best president of all time? No. Is he, is he doing a lot of good shit? Yes. Does he say some dumb shit and tweet some dumb shit absolutely but he's a person he's you know and so like the, there are some good things unequivocally that he is doing and my thing is is the more and more that people say that there's not good things that he's doing the more and more i want to support the guy it's not like i'm a gung-ho fucking yeah go yeah. you know trump is the man but right now he is president right now he is doing shit and right now it's like you know he has been taking care of shit but like the left will tell you that he's, you know, he doesn't like Mexicans. He doesn't like fucking immigrants, even though none of that shit's real. So it's like his whole, the whole, what the left has done, the reason why the left is gone, because most, I'm probably like, probably 10 years ago, I'd be considered a, a you know, left wing, but the left has shifted so fucking far left. They're like way the fuck out there now that it's like, they're extreme and you, it's total compliance. It's like, where you have to be this, or you have to fucking be that you have to yeah. think like I think, and it's a self-righteous, like I got to fight for the, the underdog mentality. And yeah. it creates this tribalistic mentality where they gang up on people. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I got a lot of friends who, who fall into that category and I love them to death. And as people, they're great people, but you get them on something like with Trump or anything else. And they they'll just, they'll be like, fuck, the fuck you. Yeah. And they, they freak out. And it's like, wait a minute, if you're the left and you're supposed to be loving and understanding, how can you have so much hate for someone? Even if they, even if tr Trump is as bad as you say he is, if you're supposed to be loving and understanding liberal and open-minded to different views and loving and forgiving, accepting, yeah. you can't, turn around and say, fuck that guy. I hope he dies. Like that's, that makes you a hypocrite. You're literally becoming what you don't fucking like. You're being hateful. So it's like, yeah. that's, that's the big problem I have with like the, the, the mob mentality of the left right now. It's that it's like, Hey, 
you know, we got to find common ground, especially right now with this coronavirus thing. Like, we need to fucking figure it out. We need to oh, come together. Find, you know, <laughs> you can't talk to people who just think strictly left and strictly right. Like, they just lose their minds. Or fringe people. And I'm just like, yeah, it's it's like it's it's blind loyalty to a, a party that they don't give up like they don't care about you like let's mm-hmm. just be honest like yeah right they have your popularity but it doesn't matter it goes to electorals anyway joe fucking biden is now the front runner for the democratic party if that doesn't tell you that the democrats don't give a flying fuck about us this dude can't even complete sentences he literally yeah. it will be like well the thing in the over there and the chicken wings and the i'm sorry sally like he says shit like that's like a sentence he would say it there's yeah. no fucking flow to it this dude he, it's and it's no knock on him i actually feel really bad that the fucking democrats are marching him up here propping him up there like yeah this is our man yeah, it's like you know, obama coming out like... yeah <laughs> obama coming out and going yeah fucking i endorse him it's like bro bro i understand you guys have a, an agenda to get rid of trump and i get all that but it's like your agenda should be the american people that's why trump is going to win in november like that's why Trump won in 2016. Yeah. That's why he's going to win in November is because he literally is everything he's been doing. He's been doing for the American people, whether he's doing it for his own ego and he can have all these people be like, yeah, see, it's me. I did it. Okay. Maybe that is the case, but he's still doing shit. So yeah. if he's doing it for his own selfish, like self gratification, like ego, his own ego, well, at least he's still doing shit that the, that the Democrats never do. Like he's actually about that action. That's you talk to all these people that voted for Trump. And it's like, he's about that action. The Democrats are about words. The, every four years, they come around, hey, 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 yeah, we'll help you. We're this, we're that. And then they don't do shit yeah. for four years. Obama, let's be real. He didn't do yeah. shit. He really didn't do shit. And it's like, and, that, and that's the reality of it. It's like, my tax returns the last three years, biggest they've ever been. Why is Same. that? You know, it's like, but my thing is, is that people don't want to be objective. Like, I'm so, I don't, I love, I don't care about gay people. I got tons of minority friends. I got, you know, and I know that's the cop out, you know, Oh, I got a black friend, you know, but it's like, I can't, I can't be, I judge people on individual basis. If you're an asshole and happen to be black, it's, you're not an, you're not an asshole because you're black. You're just a fucking asshole who happens to be black. And that goes for anything. You know, I don't judge people based on, and if you're gay or whatever, gay, trans, bi, whatever, I personally don't care. If it doesn't affect my family directly or my wallet, I don't give a shit. If you, if you, like, my only thing with that is like with a lot of the pride stuff is that it's now become over-sexualized. You can celebrate being gay without it being so over-sexualized. You know, you go to the I, pride parades right, right down the street, one of the biggest ones in the country here in Minneapolis, right down the street from me. You go there and it's all these dudes in thongs and bulges and scrotum sticking out. And it's like, there's kids there and shit. It's like, come on now. Imagine if that was a straight parade. You know, I know that sounds stupid, but or, or a, a gathering of, that was predominantly yeah. a straight gathering and there was titties hanging out, vaginas hanging out, you know, straight dudes with their dicks and balls hanging out people would freak out people would have a fucking riot you know so my thing is like you can be gay you can do this so i mean i have my views on it but as far as like overall like i don't care so socially i'm super liberal i just don't like the government in my pocket taking all my fucking money they already got enough of it so i guess so you know so i'm if anything i'm considered a a moderate centrist because i had to look it up which would actually put me more in the liberal category left wing than would right wing but because I say I like Trump, I like these different things that he's doing. People are like, you're a fucking Nazi. And, you know, I got a shaved head, blue eyes. They're yeah. like, you're fucking, you must love Hitler. And I'm just like, okay, well, no, that's not it. You know, 
it has everything to do with the policies that are being implemented in the politics of the left right now. I know I'm on this long winded rant right now, but it's like, <laughs> it, it's, it's just something that's so frustrating. Cause like the left is up here, you know, saying, Oh, we care about you and the, the, the right ain't doing shit to help you. It's like, well, you guys are putting a guy up there that can't even fucking remember what he had for breakfast up there to make decisions that are going to affect every yeah. single fucking American in this country. And you're acting like there's, that he doesn't have a problem. How can I trust you if you're putting a guy up there who has clearly has dementia or a cognitive decline, might not yeah. even make it the four years. And it's like, just to, just to get Trump out of office, instead of putting the bullshit aside and trying to work with him, you're just be like, ah, no, we're going to put a guy up there who's clearly not, not suited for office. You're trying to tell me that that political party gives a fuck about me as an American citizen when they're putting yeah. a guy up there that can't even remember how to tie his shoes. Like, come on. Yeah. You know, Which I, I, I totally agree. He, I mean, if he has dementia or not, like he is definitely declining and it's showing bad. And it's sad. Like, and my, my girlfriend, Haley, she works in the, well, she works at a nursing home and she works in the dementia department. Like there are some times where like people would be in there and like, you know, they don't need help. But then during this coronavirus thing, she's like, yeah, there's a lot of people in there that are just declining. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's the thing too, is that, you know, like, they need social interaction. Yeah, they need social interaction is what you just said. Right. You know, and that and well, Joe's getting a lot of it, but the fact is is that it's all it's all like how how can he adjust on the fly? Like that's my biggest no, thing. It's like, no you know, it's just like weekend at Bernie's. Like they're yeah. like he'll have I do like I see that he can have some good people backing him. Like but Whoever the vice president is will be running the country straight up for, if he yeah, wins. It's pretty much that. So. And if, yeah, I could see like him surrounding himself with like scientists, people, and like, you know, stuff that the Trump administration doesn't have. But at the same time, it's just like, like I, I don't expect you to be like going out publicly talking to people because they're going to look at you and be like, yo, why isn't he in jail? Dude, you know what they're going to do? They're going to fucking, they're, we're never going to see him. They're going to eventually, he's going to get so bad that like, they're going to just have like a monitor, like a hologram of him, like show up and do these pre press conferences because they're not going to be able, so they'll be able to alter his speech and shit. You're not going to ever really see Joe Biden ever if he wins straight up. I yeah. think, I, I, mean, I think. Just, just like now having him stay on air for about like a few minutes and everything, because like even in like the Democratic nominations, like they gave him, loads of times not to speak when it was on either Bernie or Elizabeth Warren. And he was just kind of like low dodging it, low dodging it. Then he comes out of nowhere and wins primary. Like he probably had to think really, really hard just on what he was going to say. And just like those snippets versus uh, Bernie, Elizabeth, and who was the other guy? Uh, billionaire. I forgot his name. Who? Um, Bill Gates. No, uh, it was a billionaire that was running for Democratic nomination. Oh, Bloomberg, uh, sorry, Bloomberg, Bloomberg, that's it. Bloomberg, Bloomberg. Sorry, and like I you just look at thing. all, like you look at all of them, and they were just like at each other's throats, at each other's throats. Like, don't trust this person. He's shady. He's a billionaire. We have a billionaire. Don't trust him. And then once they all drop out, they're just like surrenderly like I'm endorsing this person. I'm just like, why? Like you were just talking shit about him for the past six, like. Who knows right. how long? And now you're endorsing them. It's just it, well, that's, it, I don't get it. I was talking about that with my grandma. You know, shout out to my grandma who does have Alzheimer's. I don't know if I told you that or not, but uh, she um, 
she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Uh, it's stage four right now. Uh, so, but she's all there. Like she's on this medication right now. Like, you know, so, you know, like I've, I kind of heard that, you know, she was kind of bad. This and that. I don't know when I, I've hung out with her a lot in the last few weeks, you know, I know you're not yeah. supposed to like kind of be around people, but I really haven't been around people or anything, but, um, but basically like she seems fine, but we were kind of talking about that too is about, you know, how politics is like, it's such a fucking dirty game. It's like, Oh, they'll sit and talk shit all year. All like, Oh, I fucking hate this person. You're doing this shady thing. They point out all your dirty, you know, air your laundry, yeah. your fucking secrets out there. And then the moment that they, they come to the conclusion, like, yeah, you're not going to win. So you might as well drop out, come support this guy. It's all about supporting the team, supporting the blue versus the red instead of just like, okay, well, wait a minute. You would never catch my ass if I was like, hey, this guy did this and that, and he had all this fucking crazy shit, Joe Biden, the sexual allegation shit, and all of a sudden that, you know, and then have me turn around and be like, uh, after I called him out on that, and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm fucking here for you, Joe. It's like, nah, because then yeah, you're two-faced. Like, how can yeah. you be taken seriously as a fucking, not only as a politician, but as a person, if you just retract everything you just said just because you lost, and then you turn around and you suck their dick. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, and like, people can't get away with that anymore because we have stuff that's there 24 7 keeping an eye on you it's called a little camera right. so people like people back who even knows when even before tv they could probably have done the same shit but we wouldn't know because there's no video footage of it mm-hmm. there's no people cherry picking it or breaking it down section by section right you know and, and that's, that's what a, i do that's ahead. what i love about the internet too because like no matter what everyone there's always one person out there just breaking it down step by step right and you know Damn, dude, I'm like having like my wisdom teeth are coming in, and not to, to like change subject or, or anything, but like if you see me like adjusting my jaw, it's like I have the worst fucking locked jaw right now. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, damn, you have your wisdom teeth still? Hell yeah, bro. Uh, uh, I got out at 19. I, I well, it's been uh, I I wanted to get it done because uh, I just got a raise right before the corona hit, and so like my yeah. shirt, like I got you know better insurance and everything, so I did this and that. Before I can even set my first appointment, boom, get laid off. There's like, all right, you can pay, you can pay this much for your one more month of insurance or you can, uh, um, go without. And I'm like, ah, I might need this money. And so, um, I just did that instead. So I haven't, I didn't get a chance to, and it's just like a lot of times they'll, they'll hurt for like two or three days and they'll adjust and then they, then they kind of stop and then it kind of goes back. But, yeah. um, yeah, dude, it's, uh, you know, going back to that, it's, you know, with the whole, the, the politics that, you know, I was saying this to my grandma's like, it's, it's a really a dirty fucking business. It really, and, and I, I like, I really wanted to go into political science when I was in like high school, like I, I had a hair at my ass about wanting to, you know, be a politician or, you know, make change and kind of be one of those, you know, uh, elected leaders. And there's no fucking way I could either suck enough dick or kiss enough at, yeah. <laughs> it's enough ass or be grimy enough i think my moral code it's like i'm no fucking angel but the, a lot of the shit that you know you read about these politicians doing to get power and a lot of shit that it's like there's no yeah. fucking way dude there's no yeah. way i could do it i couldn't sleep at night i don't know how a lot of these motherfuckers do it. and i know they're not all bad but most of them are if people are like oh people in hollywood you know you can trust so-and-so it's like bullshit you can't trust a one of them oh no yeah uh yeah just to, anybody in like the i wouldn't even say I guess anyone that has a camera in their face. I mean, granted, it's both of us on here, but we haven't been hey, around enough to like, <laughs> yeah, we haven't been around enough on the camera scene to be like, oh yeah, this is this, 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 then this. We can't talk it. about this. We can't talk about that. Like, we don't have a problem with like discussing what we want to talk about. 
Well, the thing is, is too, is that we don't have an ulterior motive. Like we're not talking, like I'm not getting yeah, paid. I'm not getting paid from some big pharma company or I'm not getting paid from some news outlet to talk about this or that. This is completely us just having an honest free flowing conversation. That's why I don't edit my podcast. Yeah. I don't edit these videos other than to cut them up into little, in, into little sections and kind of put our social media and shit on there. Other than that, because I, like I want a real flowing, authentic conversation. I want it to be real. Not something that's written down or scripted where it's like, okay, well, now I'm going to ask this question and now I'm going to fucking do this. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like it just takes away from the authenticity of the, of what you're trying to do. And when it comes to politicians, everything's written down, everything's planned. Like, oh, this is how we should talk about this. And this is how we should say this. And, oh, you know, and the, you know, nothing too with the politics now is that they, they're using fear. They're using fear to fucking control this country right now. It's like, how many conspiracy theories out there right now about fucking COVID? 10, 15? I just Googled them. I just Googled it well, when you were you know, talking the last time. I said, COVID top 10 current conspiracy theories. This is from 420. Ha ha. Uh, <laughs> let, nice. let me know. I'm going to read through all these. And you let me know if you heard them. Have you heard uh, okay. that it's 5G? Yes. Okay. Well, we'll I kind of want to touch on all these, but I'm going to go through this list and then we'll kind of talk on them. Uh, Bill Gates has a scapegoat. Uh, I have, yeah, but I don't really know much about that one. All right. It says most conspiracy theories like the virus, they resemble constantly mutate and have several variants cycling at one time. Many of those plots and subplots seem to involve Bill Gates, who became a new target of disinformation after gently criticizing the defunding of the World Health Organization. Blah, blah, blah. Like Bill Gates and the vaccine and stuff like that. Exactly. Same type of shit. Uh, The virus escaped from a Chinese lab. That's the big one. That one. Uh, COVID was created as a biological weapon. I heard that uh, the U.S. military imported COVID into China. Mm, I haven't heard that one. GMOs are somehow to blame. What the fuck? <laughs> COVID nineteen doesn't actually exist. Okay, bad. Well, that's interesting. Uh, the pandemic is being manipulated by the deep state, aka the Illuminati. Yeah, uh, no, uh, they're, they're trying to undermine. Chill- they're, the- they're honestly just chilling. <laughs> they're they're watching everyone else do it. <laughs> been freaking out yeah Yeah. apparently dr anthony fachi is a secret member of the illuminati um covid is a plot covid is a big uh is a plot by big pharma uh covid death rates are inflated i do think they are inflated because like you could have covid and get hit by a car and they're gonna call it count it as a covid death so yeah i do think that there's some bullshit there yeah like if you die on the operating table and like you had a lung transplant and you died and you just had COVID, they're going to be like, yeah, you died from COVID. Exactly. We got to, we got to pump those numbers up. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, all of those are kind of really crazy. And you know, that, that the thing is, is that anyone who's like, I know what's going on, shut the fuck up. Cause even the people that really know what's going on, don't really know what's going on. You know, the people that are like, yeah. that are researching, that are doing the fucking, you know, they're checking the facts, they're doing this, they're doing that. Even they don't even know what the fuck's going on because everything yeah. keeps changing minute by minute. Like, yeah, I think it, it keeps mutating. The virus does. Yeah. I, you know what I think it is? I think Mother Nature's like, fuck y'all, you're fucking my shit up. Pollution, all this other shit. And she's like, you know, I think we need to thin the herd. You got too many fucking idiots out here and it's time to thin the herd. And she's like, hmm, what can I do? Boom. Or on the flip side of that, is that maybe maybe it really did maybe it was a biological weapon because I what I did read some shit saying that um and again you know disclaimer I am no expert on anything so anyone listening um, take everything I say with a grain of salt 
Uh, this is meant to be a fun comedy like interview style uh, podcast. So th- we're going to talk shit. We're going to crack jokes. So if you get easily offended, take your ass somewhere else because this is not the one for you. Um, with that being said, we're going to talk a lot of shit and we're going to be wrong a lot on shit. So because we don't really know. Um, so if you know, by all means, hop in the comments and let us know. But as it stands right now, just know that uh, we're out here just uh, speaking our minds. With that being said, what if being a former military man, let me ask you this. Do you think it's possible that there was some hanky-panky going on either with our government or with the Chinese government and potentially planting uh, this virus or working on the virus? Um, do you think there was intent or do you think this was a, oh, fuck? Or do you think it was nature going, fuck you? Uh, ooh, that's a big loaded question. It is. Well, a lot. I mean, <clears throat> when it comes to the United States and China, I mean, there's a it's kind of like just having a relationship between a businessman and like a seller as America's the seller or not the seller. Yeah. And China's the businessman. Like we get everything from there. Like they make everything. Mm-hmm. And when they shut down, it was, it's, it hit here pretty good. I'm not going to lie. They had to flood trillions of dollars just to save the stock market mm-hmm. and give everybody in the United States a $1,200 check. That's probably not even like, Probably a lot of people already spent. Oh, our shit was gone right away. <laughs> and I mean, you look at it now too, like just in the United States aspect, like I think, what was it? One third of people right now can't pay rent. At just least. In, yeah. If, the, if they do pay rent, not homeowners, just renters. I am so, a renter. So that definitely speaks for itself right there and what's going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I, I do believe that there was like a research lab nearby where they were studying bats on this chemical, you know, biological weapon. Cause every country has one. That's a fact, but, right? I read the same thing. I read something yeah. that there was a report not to interrupt, but I, you know, I did read that they were testing on bats, this thing in Wuhan, which it is true that it's like 300 yards from the wet market. This, this, this lab that yeah. is in Wuhan, it's real. You can go there. It's like a real thing. It's not fake news. It's really there. Yeah. And I did read that they were testing it on bats. And one of them, you know, allegedly I heard a rumor that there was a guy who was sell- slinging bats on the side cause he wasn't making a lot of money. So he was selling some of the bats to the wet markets to make some extra cash. And that's how it got out. Ooh. Uh, it's like a fucking movie. That's, scene, uh, I know, but like, that's, that's what funny. I heard. Isn't that crazy? Like what happens uh, if it was some shit like that? Some dude that's just trying to fucking make some extra cash and he caused this worldwide pandemic. Think about that. That would shit. be the funniest shit what? ever. Cause I would just be like, damn, I mean like we got God, but at the same, at the same time though, it's cause like, what if they were just, you know, they just had them like outdoors, big open lab and stuff. And like one of the bats just broke through and no one noticed until like a day later. And they're just like, Oh fuck. Bro. Kind of like uh kind of like in Rick and Morty where they they had all those like little worms in the garage and he's like, Yeah, don't let that get out of the garage or you're gonna have to free like free some sperm. Right. That bird takes one away and you're just like, mm. Oh, like I can just see that happening and some dude's just like, I gotta get out of here. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, cause oh man. The whole the see that's that 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 seems realistic to me. Like the five G one, that seems like bullshit because five G is only in like five countries and this shit's in like fucking you know, over a hundred countries. Yeah. So well, with uh, the whole, fi- like with the whole 5G thing, like I get the fact that there's not a lot of research because it's dealing with something that well, I don't even truly understand, like mm-hmm. gamma radiation or something. I mean, both of those are just like, yeah, radiation's not good for a person because you 
see what it can do in Chernobyl. I remember but, they've been saying that shit about cell phone towers forever. Like, yeah. they've, been, they've been saying, like, oh, people have been worried about it and fucking, you know, so. Yeah. But if people are worried about it, it's like, it can't go very far. And it, like, it only goes like 30 feet distance or something like that. And like, if you live next to a power line, it's just as dangerous. So it's just like, eh, I mean, I'm really not sold on it. But at the same time, it's just like, like it could shoot right through your body. We don't know what that's going to happen in about five, 10 years, 20 years, but right. And like, if you're worried about getting cancer, well put down the Coca-Cola or stop eating McDonald's because that's, you're going to get the same shit. Yeah. If you're eating fucking fast food, drink a pop all the time and, and, and sitting on your ass and not doing shit, you're, you're more likely to get sick than you are from fucking uh, some type of radiation or any, any bullshit like that, you know, you're more like far more likely to die of diabetes or some type of heart failure. Yeah heart disease in, the, in, in that sense overdose medication you know there's right so much shit like you can literally pick anything in your room i guarantee you could die from it just how however it's used well th- that's the thing too you know so, you know like more people i know we just crossed what like what's what was death toll yesterday like it was finally like a million worldwide deaths did it, no, did it finally get to it I think it might have been cases, but deaths were in the still the thousands. Hundred thousand, maybe that's what it was. I can't remember what it here. Let me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up real quick. Um, deaths due to COVID. All right. So in the United States. We have sixty five thousand deaths. Okay. You think about, okay, so 65,000 since, like, they say what, it's been here since what, November, December, early January, so say four months? Well, yeah, it didn't come to the United States until, I would say, late January, early February. Okay, so, I mean, you think about, you know, all the people that are dying and, and everything, which, you know, it's really, though, it's like, it's typically, it's really old people or really pe- people that aren't in good health, like smokers, yeah. fat people, you know, and someone got on my ass. I, I had said something about, you know, like, oh, it's well, fat people. Oh, that's mean. It's like, okay, I'm just going to go on a little tangent real quick because it's something that's so irritating. Like, I'm like a skinnier, leaner dude. People call me skinny. It's like, okay, well, should I freak out and be like, that's fucking rude because sometimes it does hurt. You know, I shouldn't say hurt my feelings, but it's like, I'm not skinny because like when I see a skinny guy, that's fucking skinny. Like I got some muscle to me. Twig, twig. Yeah. Right. But you don't, people don't get mad when you call someone tall or short or whatever. So, or muscular, but when you call someone fat, it's a problem. The thing is, is that being fat is not healthy and that's the bottom line. And especially if you're obese it's really not healthy and you're far more likely They say the number one thing, the number one uh, factor that affects your health as far as this whole COVID thing goes, yeah. as far as like how you're going to be healthy and how things are going to go is your fucking immune system. And the number one thing you can do with your immune system is diet and exercise. You need to exercise because you need to exercise is the number one thing followed second by diet. You need to like make sure you have a great diet, not like a great diet, but like don't eat a bunch of processed shit. Don't eat a bunch of greasy shit. Get your vegetables, get your vitamin D, take your vitamins and fucking move your body. If you're not doing that shit, you're going to, you're, you're increasing your chances of getting sick and not making it through. Most of the people that are getting it are making it through. They're estimating from 50 to 70% of the entire population is going to get this thing. We might have already oh, yeah. had it already, and it could have come and gone already. 
because you know now that I think about it, there was back in like January or February, I did get like a cough. Like I had this like kind of like cough, like it just came out of Marina had it. Yeah. And then I had it and it, I had it for maybe four or five days. And it was like, it wasn't bad, but it was like, I couldn't breathe. Like going, uh, uh, yeah. Like I, and no, there was, and then yeah, it was happened, fucking gone. This happened to me back in I yeah, roughly January two of around the same time, February. Cause like I couldn't go to work. Be, well not because of COVID I just couldn't get out of my bed because I was in chronic pain and then I went to the I just like crawled to the bathroom and puked and I couldn't even breathe like afterwards like it was like something was just stuck right here and I just couldn't breathe mm-hmm. so then called called my work yo I can't come in they're like yeah I understand like this is before like the lockdown happened mm-hmm. so then kind of I think I took off like three days or something because I just wasn't feeling hot and then like by the fourth day I was just like yo what the hell was that because I've never experienced any sort of pain like that in my life right yeah see you know and that the thing is is that you know going back to the whole thing of like hey we don't even fucking know it's like the tests that we have right now are not even like first of all people can't get the tests but like the tests that they're doing now like the saliva test it's like do you, have you heard anything about those? Like I heard, I've heard like bullshit. Yeah. I've heard, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't fucking I, know. I think it's bullshit because there's a lot of people who don't even know like what to even look for. Cause they're just getting the tall tale signs. Like, Hey, do you have a fever? Do you have a cough? Do you have this? Do you have that? Like, you well, know, like, what's your temperature? <laughs> yeah. It's like every time I, I, I go on to the, uh, to go look at someone, it's like, Oh, here's fucking six new symptoms of people that had it. So it's like, the thing is, is that they don't fucking know because some people could be like, Oh, I have an itchy butthole and all my other friends have itchy buttholes too. And they all have COVID, but it's like, there could be no correlation there, you know? Yeah. So it's like, they're, they're really, we don't fucking know. And all these people are like, I know I fucking read. It's like, go look, even the, even the leading researchers don't even yeah. know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. My, uh, Laptop's about to die, so I'm going to try to find that power cord. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, vamos, vamos. While Block A goes and does this thing, everybody, um, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll take a little little break here in the action. Uh, if you guys are tuning in, uh, I just want you guys to know that I appreciate you guys tuning in, checking us out. Um, sorry for the delay and putting out the episode. It's probably going to be, we're trying to do at least once a week, maybe two a week. Um, take some time to kind of, we want to put, you know, Time aside, do this right. Um, if you guys do want to support us, go ahead and check us out on Podbean. Um, we have to get to five episodes before we can upload to Spotify and iTunes. So we're going to hopefully do that here um, once we get to our fifth episode. Um, go check us out on YouTube at uh, The Gamer Project. Uh, we got reaction videos on there. I'm going to upload a training video hopefully tomorrow. Um, let us know uh, what you guys think. And uh, yeah. The love is appreciated, Gear Squad. All right, we're back. Boom, we are back. Ooh, hit that right nice and time, too. Perfect. All right, so. so. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of get off the depressing shit for a little bit, and I want kind of want to switch it up. Um, so obviously with a lot of downtime, uh, a lot of video gaming being done, I've been reading a lot too. Uh, I'm balls deep in this David Goggins book I got for Christmas uh, called Can't Hurt Me. Shout out David Goggins. Uh, you should check it out. Obviously, uh, do you know who David Goggins is? No. All right, for those of you who don't know, I'll just get a quick little recap of who he is. He's a former uh, Navy SEAL. Um, and he went through like 
you know, six or seven hell weeks. Uh, and then he turned into a, an ultra runner. Uh, so now he's an ultra marathoner. He does like three, two, 300 mile races, all kinds of shit. It basically talks about his story. Uh, Ooh, that's a loud, loud doggy. Um, yep. and, uh, so basically he was, he's this, um, this ultra runner and he was, he's, you know, he's African-American dude. Um, used to be super jacked. Now he's like kind of slimmed down, but basically, you know, you hear his whole story on basically how he comes from this like poor kind of abused childhood. And then he basically turned, he basically hears his whole life story about how he like trained his mind to become like this ultimate fucking beast. He's got the world record for most pull-ups in like a, in 24 hours, he's got like 4,000, 5,000, some pull-ups in a day, some crazy shit. He's got, you know, all kinds, of, you know, just, I'm going to send you a video. I'll, I'll link it um, in the description. Uh, the uh, Joe Rogan podcast interview where he kind of tells his story. It's really fucking awesome. He, he hearing out of his own mouth, he hears on uh, his own emotion on it. It's very fucking awesome. Anyway, balls deep in that. So you should go check it out, but I'm trying to read more in anyway, gaming. So this is what kind of what I really wanted to talk about. So first of all, did you see that? Uh, do you, you have PS4, right? Yeah. All right. So you saw, did you see that the Uncharted series is free on PlayStation? I did. I actually got it. All right. I did too. Uh, super jazzed about that. I played the first one, beat the first one, did not play this, the next two, two or three, right? There's three of them. Mm-hmm. Four. No, yeah, it's actually four. There's four. Cause Thieves End is the last one, right? That's the, the newest one. I so. so I got that. Then I kind of dove into Bioshock a little bit. Cause I've been kind of hopping around cause I've had the time. Have no, you ever played uh, which the Bi- one? The original? They had they they had the trilogy, the collection. Okay. So they I had played... the first two, and Infinite is like the third or whatever. Yep, Infinite's probably my favorite. Same with the first one. Yeah, so I, I'm playing the first one right now. So I'm probably 15, 20 minutes worth of gameplay into the, nah, probably more than that, probably like an hour into that. Um, and then I've been playing Assassin's Creed Two because it's like one of my all time favorite games. And I got the brother, uh, the or the Ezio Auditori uh collection where it's like you know all three of his storylines which he's he's got he's easily the best character um but then the game i just got recently is jurassic world evolution so basically it's like the sims where you get to like create your own park create your own dinosaurs create your own fucking everything and you get to you as you play you unlock different species you you have to do research and go and dig sites and you know to get the dna to make you know dinosaurs and you have to like it starts out like okay i got one fossil and it gave me 10 percent. i need to get like 10 more so i before i can unlock it shit like that so i've been playing the fuck out of that so if you're a sims guy or anything like where you got to build shit where it's like it's one th- you know one task at a time and you got to do all these different things to like get money and you know you have revenue so you have to, you know you can open up like gift shops and you can open up like a science center and you can do this and then you literally can map out and create your own like cages for the dinosaurs and different terrain and all so it's it's very deep um and i've been super balls deep in that and uh it's crazy because like i've really i don't remember having this much time to game and stuff and so it's like i've just been just fucking just balls deep and like last night i was up to like one in the morning playing that shit and so you should definitely check it out because it's, it's, I think it's right now, I think it's on sale for like 20 bucks right now, nice. maybe 15 or 20 bucks. It's normally like 50 or 60. Um, but yeah, if you're into that type of shit, check it out. And I've also been playing fucking dark souls three, which is the hardest game I've ever fucking played in my life. Um, uh, I almost broke my yeah, controller a couple of times. So, yep. Yep. That's how you invest. No, I had it. I, I have dark souls three and 
Uh, I mean, I don't get mad at video games, but I definitely get irritated like as soon like Pissed in a game like that because uh yeah. <laughs> if you play Dark Souls, you know you die a lot. And you don't even have to die from the boss. You can just die from just a and just a regular character and you're just Yeah. Like, oh, and you're fucking having happen. And you haven't seen a bonfire in an hour and you're fucking freaking out because you're out of health and you're like, oh, fuck, dude, I haven't saved in like an hour and I'm nowhere near yeah. a bonfire. And it takes you all the way back. And on top of that, there's no fucking direction. The game just starts and you're just there. And then you run in, you eventually run to this temple and you talk to some people and they don't really tell you what's going on. They're basically like, yeah, you're back from the dead. And that's all they really fucking tell you. And that's then you the just play. The game, though. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're, man. you're just out there. I think what really got me, though, is like every time you go to a bonfire, I mean, like, I get it. You re, like, you re up your health and everything, but everyone starts over. So you're just fighting the same people who you just, like, just defeated. And uh, there's been, because, like, I, I'll admit, I'm not that good at the game. So, oh, I'm not good. It definitely, definitely, and I'm keeps a good gamer. Interest. Yeah. It definitely, I'm not, yeah, I'm not a good gamer. I'm just a casual one. But it definitely piques my interest oh, no, you're a good of gamer. like all the lore and stuff. All right, thanks. It definitely piques my interest in all like the lore and the backstory and all the cool creations of the monsters. But it's just like, man, Love it's so shit. frustrating just to get in there, just to like get all the way there. Right. And I don't, I don't think I'd have the patience for it, to be honest. No, it's uh, it's one of those games where that I've read that it, it teaches you patience, and you need to be really yeah. patient when you play it. And I'm, depending on the game, I can be patient. Otherwise, I can be throwing my shit across the room. Kind of really yeah. depends on I like, guess what the, the game is. Yeah, I guess it depends on the day. Also, another another you know what games I've really been getting into is like the storytelling game. So I just played The Last of Us, the first one, the remaster yep. version. I never played it the first time around on PlayStation 3. I heard it was super fucking good. Was it 2 or 3 when it came out? Two or, I think oh, it was 3. Yeah. The Last of Us? I think it was 3. Um, but I played that oh, for the first oh, time. Last of Us is 2 that's coming out. Yeah, Last of Us 2 yeah. is coming out. Um, played the first one. I Once I started playing it, I couldn't put it down. I love games that have like really good story. Like Red Dead Redemption 2, one of my all-time favorite games. Super fucking awesome. The story's great. Yeah. The, the, everything you can do in it. The Last of Us is, is very similar to that. And I fucking loved it. And I loved the story. It was so good. It's one of my f- most favorite games I've ever played. If you've never played it, dude, you should definitely go fucking check it out because it, it really is that good. Um, and, I, and another game that I played that, 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 that style is like uh, Detroit Became a Human and uh, Until Dawn. Like those games where you, like, it's like a yeah. fucking movie story and you can kind of pick and yep. choose. And I love those type of games to see like, all right, like when I was playing Until Dawn, I was playing it and Marina was like, she, cause she couldn't handle it. She was looking up like the choices you can make to see. And I made it to the very, she was just got it to like, she was watching me play probably like two, three hours and get to the M and she's like, oh shit. And like, I had made all the right choices to make everyone survive because you know you can survive. Yeah. Spoiler, you can have everyone survive or no one and everything in between. And I had everyone saved except for like right at the end, I like, you know how you like do like the easy way or the fast way? I did the fast way and I hit the wrong button and my person fell and died. Other than that, I made all the right choices to make everyone survive. But that one person fucking died. So I had like four out of the five friends or I only missed the one person, but it wasn't because of the choices I made. So I had something, you know, done all the right choices to where everyone would have yeah. survived which is yeah. dope but i like those type of games a lot yeah my my first run through until dawn i uh yeah everyone survived until like the just the last 10 minutes same because that that's when like it, everything high stakes just gets into it 
because like when those two people were in the mine i had one just ditch the other one so they died and then they kept running so they died and i was right. just like fuck and then mm. uh in the house yeah i moved on accident so one of my characters died so i was like damn that's what happened with me where it's like put down the controller and if i fucking did and somehow it vibrated and that noise made the noise like when my controller yeah. vibrated and the fucking windingo or is that windigo windigo yeah, windigo fucking came and snatched her <laughs> like yeah damn it yeah that one i ended up well i get it this was yeah i ended up 100 percenting that one getting that gold pl- or platinum trophy because mm-hmm. that was one of them i just couldn't put down same with detroit become human uh i think i played I that through like, twice yeah i think i have like three more trophies to get in that game mm-hmm. but yeah that was another one just because like of all the stuff you could do and just the whole story just is so good mm-hmm. like if you want to get perspective on just like some time like when i guess even like the civil rights movement or just even the holocaust it's it just it's like yo this is what could have been this mm-hmm. is what happened like discrimination on top of just a mass genocide right that's fucking yeah and, you know and that's and that like i said those those are the type of games those really dark deep stories um yeah. i really like like if you got a good story like i think that's super important in gameplay is that i really like a good story to kind of like yeah you know draw me in um like, that's why like, red, yeah red dead redemption was so successful because it started off it started so off like reading a good book it was it started off slow and then it just like pulls you in right like right, right. in the right moment it just pulls you in right um Real quick, I gotta take a piss. Uh, so tell a tell a funny story or a joke or something. Uh, keep the fans occupied. Um, keep them occupied, <laughs> or or just some heavy breathing. Uh, I'll be right back. All right. So pretty much right now, I've been doing. I I switched to my Xbox. So I've been the last couple. I guess this past month of April. Well, we're in May first now, but April I've been you know pretty sluggish. Uh, just a lot of games I want to play, but I played Walking Dead season one. Um, that was good. I, was, I couldn't put it down. And on top of that, played uh, Rocket League. I'm still currently playing that. Um, Resident Evil Revelations. I'm a big Resident Evil fan ever since four came out on the GameCube. So I can't wait for that remastered version. And I'm currently on State of Decay too. So kind of like a big zombie binge. Um, yeah, it's kind of the apocalypse I wish we had, but also at the same time, you know, I'm kind of kind of glad we're in this type of apocalypse setting. Uh, but yeah, State of the K2, um, by far one of the most underrated games I've ever played. It has, you have to scavenge, you have to think. Um, it's just a so strategically drawn out game and i wish it would have gotten the credit it deserves because when it first on its launch day kept crashing because it was a microsoft studios type of thing and it just didn't uh just it just kept crashing on people but now it's been what came out in 2018 so just about a year and a half too it's actually starting to it's it is a lot better i mean games aren't perfect there's still glitches and stuff but you know if you don't mind that and you just like a story just go for it so, what are we talking about? Oh, I was talking about State of Decay 2. State of Decay 2. Why yeah. does that sound familiar? It's on, it's on Xbox. Uh, sorry, I'm a PS4 guy, y'all. Gamer <laughs> 800, add me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I have 
I have both. So I just go one to another every periodically. Uh, yeah, I had, I had, I had one of each, uh, until, uh, until Vic got my shit stolen. So other than that, I never went back. I was like, I'll never get an Xbox one for $138 again. So I was like, and that's all I would have spent for it. Cause I'm PS4 all day, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Uh, are you getting PS5 or, Oh, PS5. I've gotten I've gotten every gen since it came out. I got my first one when I was like five or six years old. PS1 might have been seven. Um, just came out, and I've had every every edition since. And I I, I want to stick with it. I'm a PlayStation guy, and they'll have backwards compatibility, um, which is super dope. Um, with not every single game, but like they're gonna basically release it in waves. I was reading, so like you can play all your PS4 games and whatnot. Hopefully, yeah. Like they're saying maybe i was reading maybe back to ps3 which would be really fucking dope um because but yeah there's oh man that that is where like the last gen like xbox one and playstation 4 have gone wrong because just no backwards cat but, mm-hmm. uh, but on the upside there's just any game that you want you could find it whether if it's on whether if they remade it or it's on steam mm-hmm well yeah and that's the thing too is that you know what they're doing now is like you know they're taking some of those classics like the last of us and you know some of these, you know the final fantasy 11 or was it seven or 11 that they just remade seven seven you know that's one of the greatest games of all time you know in a lot of people's eyes and it's now fucking they remastered it and it's on yeah. or remade it or whatever and it's you know yep. is it is it out or is it coming nope, out? no yeah it came out Okay. last month mm-hmm. but he- here's the kicker um they didn't finish the whole thing so right now it's only halfway done so oh man i could just picture myself getting in being pissed yeah so wait, what does that mean you you can you play through half the story and then it's like oh sorry we gotta wait till we finish our job is is that kind well of what... they're gonna release it but i hope they don't actually charge people for it <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, because I mean, like, I like if you bought the whole game, you know, I'd hope you get the whole game, right? Because like, it's it's like getting your project half done and sent, mm-hmm. turning it in, and be like, oh yeah, the other half's coming soon. Yeah, is due on this date, so it's like, yeah, you can grade me on this half, and then like in two weeks, I'll send you the next half. It's like, you know, full <laughs> kind of like that. It's just like no, what? like I like when it comes to games, I don't care how long it takes. Just take your time get everything done and hand something when you're ready. Right. Like I don't give a shit. Like mm-hmm. unlike some other people out here who are just like, I cannot, I want it now. I'm like, no, I don't care. Mm-hmm. If push comes to shove, Fortnite's still irrele- irrelevant. So you can go ahead and play, go fuck off and play that. Right. Like there's other, there's other things out there. You don't need the latest and greatest. Right. I just want game developers and stuff like that to just be like, yo, calm down. Like here's the date. I don't care if it's five years from now, get it done. Mm-hmm. Like when, when they're pushing out, cause they're pushing out Resident Evil four, the remat like remastered and it's supposed to come out, I think next year, mm-hmm. which I'm looking forward for that because of Resident Evil four. I think I played probably once a year since it came out. Right. So that's yeah. Diehard fan of that. And like, cause I've remade two and three. I've never played either of those, but I've played two. Remastered or the original? The original. Okay. We're talking the, the we're talking PlayStation two. One or two. I think, I think it was one two. Or two. I think it might be 
one. one. I think it was one. I'm thinking little square disc, not the long yep. rectangle was PS2, yep. right? Little square was yep. PS1. Square disc. Yeah, square disc was PS1 then. Yeah, because one and two, yeah, PS1 on the uh, or on the gray console. You know how many people say console? And I'm like, console? shut the fuck up, you idiot. You don't even know what you're talking about. It's console. Y'all. You all, y'all. But how, how are you going to play on a console? Them, they, zimzer. How do you feel about that? Yo, did I ever tell you what happened uh, at, at my high school when I was no. coaching? Did I ever tell you what happened? No. Okay. So this is the first time I'm putting this out here. I'm kind of, I'm going to put them on blast a little bit. Um, I want to bring up the Zim Zamzer, them they thing, uh, because I got accused of, of being a, a hater of the LGBTQT xyz whatever uh, numbers you know i don't know what they are let me know like i don't really totally keep up with it so don't crucify me if you're listening and you are if you do fall in that category i have nothing but love for you but i just don't know all your things all your all the all the letters um but with that being said um i've been coaching at said high school um i'm not going to name the name um just out of respect um but if you know you know i went there uh so uh, if you know you know but um, anyway, I've been coaching track and field there for about the last four going on five years. Now, pretty much since I graduated from college, I've been coaching there. Um, I was a track guy myself, as you know. Um, so I was coaching at Brazil High School. Um, basically, um, come January, it was, no, no, no. Was it, was it January? Late January. Yeah, it was late January. I got an email from the athletic director. So this is 2020. Right. Uh, it's before they start locking everything down and everything else. Um, so late January, get an email from the AD and he's like, Hey, uh, I need you to come into my office and I need you to, um, uh, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought here. I, I looked over my phone and my brother's calling me, but just not right now, Nick. <laughs> um, so he's like, Hey, I need to talk to you about some issues that were brought to my attention. And so right away I was like, Hmm, this is weird. I was like, what issues could he be talking about? So I was like, okay, cool. Like I can come in on, on this date. Does this work for you? Yep. Cool. So I go there. Um, the woman's there. He's there. It's the assistant principal. She's like, all right, Zach. So here's the deal. Um, so due to some, uh, allegations, uh, against you that we found due to be true. Um, we have decided that we are no longer going to um, renew your contract uh, to coach this spring. As you know, these contracts are year to year and the school reserves the rights to renew them or not. Um, so you're not necessarily being fired. We're just, we're just opting to not renew your, your, your contract due to these allegations. And I was like, uh, I was like, okay. I was like, well, what allegations are these? Um, and, and, before you even answer that, how did you, how could you have com completely conducted a thorough investigation when I wasn't even like made aware that you guys were even doing anything? And he's like, well, um, the, the first allegation is that you, uh, on more than one occasion, uh, said some, uh, inappropriate things regarding the LGBTQT community, um, that could be considered uh, hate speech. And I was like, what? Like, just like, I was just like the whole time I was waiting for Ashton Kutcher to like look over and be like, ha, punked, gotcha. Cause I'm sitting there thinking like, what the fuck are they talking about? And I was like, what? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm, I'm not following. He's like, um, the, well, there were several reports that, uh, you had used the term faggot in front of the, the students multiple times. 
And I was like, what? I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, I'm like, who said that? I'm like, where did that even come from? Like what? Like, and instantly I'm over here thinking like, okay, wait a minute. This, this, this like this, this is so off base because like one, first and foremost, if I were to, ever were to say faggot, it wouldn't be in front of the high school kids that I'm coaching. That's just not it. Like I'm stern with my kids and, and, and I occasionally swear but I don't like swear at them. I don't call them names. I, and, and I don't use, I don't say things that would, I would believe would, would upset them in that way. And I would have no reason to ever say faggot. I could never think of a, of a time in my practicing or in my coaching that that would even make sense to say. Um, and I'm very conscious or conscientious of what I say to the kids because I understand that they're hanging on every single word that I'm saying. Right. Yeah, it's so it's monkey like see monkey do. Exactly. So I'm not going to set the, especially when I'm preaching about being a good person and, you know, being a good student and holding yourself to a high standard. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go down that road. And the coaches know that and the kids know that. And like, so there's this understanding there. So I was so confused. I was like, well, you know, and I explained this to them like how, so how could that have been a thing? Well, um, well, we, we had, we had several, several, you know, several, um, reports that, you know, like I said, that we were found to be true. Um, da, 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 da. And I was just like, uh, okay. I'm like, but like, how many is several? Was it one? Was it two? Was it 30? There's 150 kids on the team. Like, like who, who said this, you know? And I feel like, and, and then he's like, well, we we can't, you know, reveal that information to you. And I was just like, well, why not? They can accuse me of something. I should get, I should have to, I should get to know who they are, especially if I was their coach. Like I, and they can sit there and say that I said something or accused me of something. I should have the right to, A, to defend myself and two, to be able to be like, Hey, you know, what the fuck, you know, like, where did this come from? Like maybe it was something that was maybe taken out of context or maybe it was, you know, who know. like either way, like I would like to figure out yeah. why this person said this because I'm saying it's not true, but yet what blew me away. You know, I told them, I'm like, you're taking the, the word of some high school kids, you know, whether it be one or however many you say, you won't tell me who over an adult, you know, high school kids will lie if it, if it suits them. You know, like I said, it, I can picture a situation where, you know, an authoritative figure comes yeah. up and says, Hey, did coach Gilman ever say this, this, or this? And they grill you, grill you, grill you. Are you sure? Did he say this? Are you sure? Until the kid's like, fine, fuck it. Yeah, he did. Just leave me alone. Stop grilling me. You know, shit like that has happened. You know, I'm not saying that that's what happened, but I'm just, I know for a fact that I never said no shit like that. I sure as hell never said faggot in front of the kids ever. And then the yeah. second thing he's like, well, there was one other thing that you were, there was reports of you saying, I'm like, well, what's that? He's like the repeated use of the term no homo. what wait wait wait. ever ever heard you say no homo ever no homo yeah exactly no homo is something i don't use in my everyday verbiage it's not how i I don't i don't say that even if i did the 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 term saying no homo is just to imply that hey i did something that could be considered maybe homosexual or gay and i don't want you to think that i am not because it's negative, yeah. but just because I don't want you to get confused. It's like it's like a very common thing to say. Like if a if if a straight dude smacks another straight dude on the butt, and says, "Hey man, boom!" smacks him in the ass and say, "Hey, nice game, no homo." Like that's a real that a lot of dudes I play football yeah. with or did sports with said and acted shit like that. So if that were to be said, if sure as hell wouldn't have been said by me because I would have had no instance where I would have done something that would have been considered homo homo homosexual or gay or whatever. For me to even imply that I should have to defend my sexuality, which I wouldn't anyway, because I'm comfortable yeah. enough on my own to not have to, you know, protect it, especially in front of a bunch of high school kids. So yeah. I was so, and I explained this to the AD and I'm like, so I'm like, how, how is that even a thing? 
well, and then he, the AD kind of got frustrated. He's like, well, you know, this wasn't just some two minute, uh, two minute conversation with the, you know, with, you know, the people involved, you know, this was very thorough investigations. Like he got offended because I was poking holes at like how ridiculous the fucking two claims were. I was like, wait a minute, dude, this doesn't even make any sense. You won't tell me what's going on. You I'm accused of these two things. I tell you, I, I deny them. I explain why I deny them. And I give you, you know, my, my case or my side yeah. of things. And you're like, Nope, doesn't matter. Cause yeah, we did our investigation. Don't. We, we washed our hands. That's not even the worst part of it. The next part of it, he's like, well, the second, the second allegation against you um, was that there was some uh, racist posts on your social media. And at this point, I'm probably like, I'm a month, maybe a little over a month off of being off social media because I gave it up for, um, for New Year's. I tried to give it up, you know, the exception of yeah. Snapchat because that's just how some people get a hold of me. And then I kind of hop back on the gram a little bit because I'm trying to, you know, obviously promote this, this podcast. Yeah. Um, but I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on that bullshit. But I was like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what post? She's like, nothing rings a bell. And I'm like, eh, no, no. Just like the, the first two things you said to me make absolutely no sense. So why would this one? And he's like, well, he's like, just to refresh your memory, there was a post that was brought to our attention on your Snapchat where you had taken a, pit, a picture of a group of students and you had circled the white, the white student present and hashtagged it token white girl. And again, then the light bulb hit and I knew exactly what he was talking about. So for those of you who don't know, I coach at this school that's, it's, it's a, it's a high minority population. It's like a level one school. It's, it's very, very diverse in the sense of a lot of uh, low income families, a lot of minority families. So I was like a minority as a coach. Like I'm like, you know, like, you know, the teach most of the teachers are white, but most of the students are not. And it's kind of one of those things. And so I went to this high school, so I know what it's like there, everything else. And, you know, I have a connection with these kids and um, my jumpers. Okay. So my jumpers, I was a jumps coach and sprints coach. Most of my jumpers, almost all of them were not white with the exception of like one or two. One of them happened to be a girl who was like blonde hair, blue eye, white girl, just a white girl. That's just what she was. So it's at the conference meet. I take a Snapchat, boom, of the group. It's a couple of Asian kids, a couple of black kids. And then, you know, there's this white girl, bam, right there. Show them the photo. And she goes, oh, talking white girl. Ha, 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 ha. And we all laugh, get a chuckle out of it because race with us, like, wasn't, it's not a thing because we're, we're a team. The only color that matters was what's on the shirt, right? And that was instilled in them because a lot of them kind of were hung up on race when I first got to know them. And as I've, you know, grown relationships with these kids and kind of like, hey, man, that shit doesn't, we don't need to be focused on that. You need to, you know. So I have, I know what's going on with these kids. I know the relationship with these kids. These ADs and the administrators don't know fucking shit because they're not there with these kids. I'm spending 20, 30 hours a week with these guys, you know, getting paid pennies because I want to fucking be here and care about them. So anyway, so that's what happened. I'm like, ha that's funny. I hashtag it, post it. Sure enough, that gets brought up. And I was like, the only person I showed that would have, yeah, the only person that, that would have known that that would have seen that, I had one of the other coaches on there and he brought it up to me. He's like, hey man, you know, be careful. You might not, you know, someone might see that and think something of it. I'm like, well, what's there to think about? That's, that's, I'm quoting her. That's what she said. So how can that be anything? And how can I be racist towards another white person by saying token white girl when that's what she said, which, which is in fact, that's what she is. Token from, from South Park is the token black guy. The, like the, the, oh, yep, you always got to have one. In this case with our group, it was funny because her being a white person, which white people are supposed to be like, 
the majority, it was flipped. And that's why it was funny. And that's why she said it. I explained that to them and they go, well, it's not about what she perceived. It's about, it's about all about perception. And if one person feels felt uncomfortable with anything that you said, whether you meant it or not, that's our job as administration to address that. And in this case, we determined that the best case was, was removing you from the situation entirely. And I was like, wow. So after everything I just fucking told you, I've invested the last four or five years of my life coaching the staff. I turned this around. I've got emails from parents, students, you name it, saying how their kids, since they've been under my program, have, have known their attitudes have changed. They've become better with students. They've done this. They've done all these right things. Not everyone, but the vast majority of the people that have come under my tutelage have come out better people, not only better track athletes, but better students, better people. And they've, they've, they've steered off a path that they otherwise would have been down had they not had me there. And it just really bummed me out because like, I felt like I was getting pushed out. Like my, first of all, my integrity and my, everything about me was my character was being attacked and they weren't backing up at all. All that they were hiding behind, Hey, we did our report. We did our due diligence. And then when I asked for a clarification, they're like, well, we can't tell you because they're minors and because this and that we can't do this and that. I'm like, wait a minute. So, I, so this is how it works. I can be accused of something. You can do an investigation, a thorough one, without even involving me in it. You don't allow me to defend myself in any way, shape, or form other than the day that you had already decided because you started out the conversation by saying you weren't going to renew. So you had already decided my fate before I even had a chance to defend myself in any way, shape, or form. All for what? For this political correctness bullshit? It'd be one thing if I would have said those things and I would have been like, hey, yeah, you know what? I do remember saying that. I did say that. I own it. Some got upset. And then at that point, I would have been like, hey, you know, give me the opportunity to, you know, correct this or, or if someone took something out of context or if they, you know, whatever, let me, if someone was hurt by my words, give me a chance. I feel like I have a good enough relationship with this team that I should be able to sit down and say, Hey man, or girl or whoever, or what, you know, like what, like if I said this, I'm sorry, this is not what I meant. X, Y, Z. Nope. They don't want to hear none of it. They're like, well, we understand. Every time I'd make my point, they go, well, we understand. And then they move on to the next point. After I <clears throat> defended myself, they're like, we understand. We understand. I'm like, yeah. And I, at one point I was like, but do you, you keep saying that you said about five times now, but you've done nothing. The decision's already been made. You accused me of all this stuff. I deny it. And now where are we at? You're just like, oh, oh, well, well, that's it. And he's like, well, I, I understand. It seems like that. And I'm like, well, that's, that's what it is. Is it, is, is it I think, not? I think they just wanted you to like leave the room. Yeah. Cause they, they were just like, yo, like it's done. Just get out. Like it, that's yeah. just sounds like what it was. Yeah. Cause they're just like, you, you're not want to hear it. I already get it. Like you just have to get out before I call security. Right. Yeah. And that's pretty much what it was. And it's so crazy. Cause like I said, I went to that high school. I coached there. I was an athlete there. I'm on the fucking wall of fame there. I got a couple school records there. It's like, it's, so it's crazy. And I, I, I got shoved out either by, so this is what I think happened. Either, either the coaches were involved because the coaches were, were nice dudes, didn't know shit about track and field. Like the two head coaches didn't really know shit about it. I mean, they did, but they didn't in comparison to like someone who yeah. was a, who was a college athlete, college competitive runner, all American and myself again, not trying to boast or anything, but like I've been fucking the next thing before pro, you know, I was there, you know, at the highest level. So it's like, I've been there. I understand what's going on. I love track. I just love helping people. And that's kind of the whole idea. Like, so we talk about this, the whole Gearman project, and this whole idea of this, like this brand that we're building right here is like, is exactly that. I want to fucking help people. And so, but like with the whole school thing, it's like, okay, like you're right. They, 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 they basically shoved me out. So like I said, what I think happened is that either the coaches again, who, you know, I, I, I thought were, you know, had my back or on my side or whatever, either said something or did something and try to like, we're like, Hey, we just kind of want him out. 
because they I basically took over the team once I after my first year everyone just started listening to me and basically I just I was like running the show even though I wasn't the head coach like I was like running the show I was doing all the work just I was organizing all the practice. yeah pretty, I mean yeah. I could see that too because like you're very I would say you're a very passionate person when it comes to stuff that you really really like oh yeah and when it comes to you know I, I mean not flexing on people, but if you know more than them, you're going to know more than them. Like there's no way around it. Like if right. you know more than someone, you're going to beat them and you're going to take their job. And they're just like, I bet, I bet they feel like either threatened or they're just like, they're, this dude's a fucking dick, which y- you can't be a friend when you're a coach. That's the thing. You cannot do that. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, give, them, and- give them a banana when they lose. Like, what? no, like motherfucker, right. go run laps. <laughs> right. You know, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, they were very much not of the, like firm hand, like my coach does a bit more firm or it's like, you know, I, I cater to the, to their feelings, but also when they, when I feel like when they need it, you know, I, I, all my coaches that I respected that made me who I am were like very hardcore with me. But I also, you know, to your point, I think, you know, maybe that could have been a thing where it's like, you know, people are paid stipends and a lot of these coaches or these teachers are just coaches so they can make extra money because they're not really making shit. And it's an extra, you know, five, six grand for a few months of work, you know? So like, why not do it? And, but like, I've worked with these same guys for like four or five years. And then one of the other coaches, he was my coach in high school. So I've known him for over 15 years. So he's, he's known me. He's literally watched me grow up. He's like, you've grown up so much since you were middle school and blah, blah, blah. And now it's like, you know, and he's not a head coach. But he's just one of the other assistant coaches, but still like these two new, these two head coaches are like new guys that like I met coming in that I didn't know. And it's like, it's either that or, there really was some kids that like, cause I pushed my kids. I expected everything, whether you're a freshman. Yeah. They're just trying just to get you now. down They're, You know? Yeah. They're just trying to get me out because you know, they, you know, like I demanded a certain level of expectation for my kids and I, I demanded not only on the track working hard and being respectful, but also in the classroom. And if the teacher emailed me or if a parent did or whatever, they would sit out and they would do this or I'd make them run more or whatever the fuck the punishment was. And some kids, you know, responded well to that. A lot of them did. A lot of them didn't. A lot of them would, you know, I got emails from parents. Why are you making my kid run? Why did this happen? Well, cause your kid was, saying fucking doing all acting like jackass and disrupting my practice so i made me this and that gave him a choice to go home or do this he decided to do that so you know it could have been angry yeah (laughs) get stronger and faster and a little bit more respectful yeah building character i'm doing obviously what you didn't teach him to do which is be disciplined and have fucking some respect you know obviously don't say that to a parent but it's like you know a lot of these kids they don't fucking have it because a lot of them are single parents that you know parents think they should be parents think they should be friends with their kids no no, no, that's not the case. No, like maybe it, once they grow older and then they, then they have a kid and see what it's like. But no, they're not your fucking friend, right? And you know, and so it could have been something like that. And then they decided, hey, I don't want this guy to be my coach anymore. So we're gonna pitch a bitch. And what's the easiest way in this hypersensitive, you know, society that we live in now is to accuse someone to be a racist or a hater of the LGBTQT XYZ people. And guess what happens? You're labeled a homophobic, misogynist, racist, fucking, and then you get shut down. One little thing. That's it. And the thing was, is that it it wasn't true. Like I said, I have said some dumb shit in my life. I have done some dumb shit in my life. I've said so much dumb shit in my life that if I go back, yes, I wish I would take that back. But you know what? You can't take shit when it's already like out there. Right. And so... I know that and I'm willing to accept the responsibility as a man. Like, okay, if I did say something or if I would have done this and that, like allow me the opportunity to make it right. Boom, 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 anything. Like I said, they weren't having it. They weren't letting it, let me have it. And yeah. it was just, it was so frustrating. Cause like, I didn't let go of it. And I still, I pretty much all but let it go now because at this point I've just like, it is what it is. 
but it was like it hurt me more so because like the kids there might have been like one hand maybe one two three four maybe a handful of kids that maybe didn't really like me that might have been behind this or might have just been one because what they kept telling me they said this two or three times well even if one kid even if one kid is upset and like one kid out of 150 kids even if one kid they're like even if one kid is upset or uncomfortable by a by a by a staff member it is our duty to do xyz and this is our this is the the road we chose to take i'm like okay so you're potentially hurting 149 other kids because one kid uh got their feelings hurt and shit their pants and now they 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 have a problem so that's why i got really upset because it's like it wasn't about my own personal thing or my own personal ego or my own thing it was like okay I've developed relationships with a lot of these kids and a lot of these kids don't have a strong presence in their life, especially a male, a strong male presence where it's like they had, they don't have like a big brother or a dad. And a lot of these kids that have literally come to me and opened up their whole fucking life story to me about how like their dad left their mom and they got this and that or their mom's boyfriend beats them up or all kinds of fucking crazy shit. And they, they look to me because I give them structure. I actually give a shit i am on there i saying get your ass in line and they're like damn he does care he's yelling at me because he cares and they take that as like oh my god you know he really cares you're yeah. throwing all of that away because you're political correct bullshit and because someone blew the whistle on me and you didn't want to take the time to go through the diligence it was a lot easier for you just to go okay shoo go away hoping i would just fade away in the distance because it is just a high school coaching gig and it isn't this serious thing i ain't it's not like i'm making real money little do they know it's not about the fucking money it's about the impact I'm, I'm doing my part to try to make this world a better place by trying to instill these things into these young people and maybe get them away from drugs and get them away from crime and get them away from, you know, addictive personalities and and self-destructive things. You know, it's, it's not about fucking me, but you couldn't make that. You had to, you had to walk this political correct bullshit line and you, you threw away an opportunity to help other students. So you could maybe, maybe save the feelings of one. What the fuck? Yeah. Cause you look at it like this though. Like if these kids are literally like pouring their heart out to you and like you get fired, they're going to be like, well, coach doesn't care about me. My parents don't give a fuck about me. So I'm just going to go and talk to Johnny who's on the corner. And he's going to sell me fucking crack. And right. would you rather have someone hate you, but respect you? Or would you rather, you know, what happened accusing allegations and you have to say goodbye to your job, which is like, I would still say that's a pretty big deal just because of the simple fact that this is something you want to do for your life and just for some little dipshit. And it's what it would be like 0.75% of the whole team just goes against you. And yet Mm -hmm. that's just a career ender right there. It's like, that's right. That doesn't make any sense. Like, yo, just bitch about the coach and, but he's trying to help you. That's it. He's just trying to help you. And yet people don't get that. Like, yeah, it might be a little harder than most like, you know, pick up what you're throwing down type stuff. But if you just go with it, I mean, it's going to come easier. If you mm-hmm. do it's being told, it's going to be like, yo, it's, it's not going to yell at me as much. And you're going to see results too along the way. So when people just do that, they're like, it's just all political game and it's not a mm-hmm. fun one. Right. You know, and, and, and that's the thing too, is that, you know, it's like they, it was, it was really frustrating because like, I don't even know if it was a kid or if that was even true or not. Like for all I know, it could have been the administration just having a, it could have been the coaches, you know, the thing is, yeah, I don't know. It, like, it could have just been someone saying, you know, I don't like this fool. Let's just get him out. Right. 
you know, and the, th- the thing that he kept saying to me too is like, oh, and uh, just in case you're wondering, uh, we're not going to try to, deter- you know, we won't try to prevent you from getting a job elsewhere, you know, because AD, I'm sure you know AD's talk and this, this and that. So if, if someone calls, like I'll put in a good review for you and I won't, I won't, you know, talk badly of you. I'm like, oh, well, I'm sure you wouldn't do that but considering it's illegal to talk shit when people call for, for interview stuff. It's literally all you can say is, was I employed here? You can ask what my salary was and then if you'd rehire me or not. That's technically all you can fucking ask ask so like i would sure hope that you wouldn't even you know like the fact that he had to tell me like reassure me that he wasn't gonna talk shit and try to like you know like it's like it almost made me seem like you said like they just kind of wanted me out and they're like that's why they're like oh don't worry we'll give you a great review it's like okay well if you think the hot the hot so highly of me and you know that you're willing to give me this great recommendation if someone calls, then why the fuck are you doing this in the first place? The, it has to be because it's a lot easier to just cut bait with me than it is to deal with the parent that goes to that school. So that, or, or, you know, so that's part of the part of me thinks that maybe it was, you know, okay. Cause there's a couple of kids that I know I didn't really get along with that. I tried to my very end to try to get them to like, act up and I was really hard on them that you know but like I, I just I'm not saying I, I'm, I'm, I think they would have done that but it's just like I mean wh- the, th- the thing is, is there if? was so there was so much ambiguity about the whole thing about how it was given to me and when I pressed them for more answers I never got them and it was just like one of those things where it was so fucking weird so yeah but basically that, that yeah that basically yeah. can't you know and then he I was also coaching football there as well too and told me the same thing I'm like well this apply for football too like a couple weeks later I emailed them and I was like hey can I get a report of this uh of your report copy of this report for my records and they're like well we don't we don't send out reports of uh when we choose to not renew contracts only for dismissals so that's like the loophole where they didn't have to provide any documentation for me is because they technically didn't fire me they just chose to not renew my contract so that's the loophole where if they would have fired me or dismissed me i would have had access to the report cowards bullshit yeah cowards way out you know and it just sucks because i i i I had a couple kids ask me and this is the uh, i'm gonna wrap up the story here in a minute this is the last little part of it they uh there was a few kids that asked me, Hey, are you coaching? Are you coaching? You know, just making sure that I'm, you know, still going to be there this fall or this spring. And well, now the season is not even a thing because the COVID thing. So it all kind of like works yeah. out like that. But, uh, but they, they were reaching out to me like, Hey, are you coaching? And I was like, no. And I told this kid who was a freshman Christian belt, a uh, really good long jumper, fast sprinter, uh, coach him football, convinced him to come out and do track. Uh, the kid's a stud. He, you know, Christian, if you're, if you're listening to this, tell me, uh, stay doing your thing, bro. You, you keep working your ass off. Super funny, really smart, kind of a quirky, nerdy, you know, black kid, you know, kind of quote unquote ex, you know, white, you know, so they call him, you know, an Oreo and da, 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 but super cool kid works hard, super funny, uh, great kid texted him i was like hey you know what this is what happened told him the whole truth told him the whole story I just told you nutshelled it and he's like wow what the fuck um he he messaged me back and he's like that's bullshit he's like i'm so sorry to hear that coach he's like you know he's like that he's like i've never heard you say anything like that he's like and you you definitely hurt he's like you you definitely helped far more than you hurt that's super unfortunate i'm sorry that that happened and then all of a sudden about two hours later, text. After, I probably got 20 different texts from different different student athletes saying, Damn. Coach, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just heard what happened. I can't just pretend that I just didn't hear that. But like, I like literally have like novels, you know, these are still minors. So I'm not going to like, you know, I guess I just named it yeah. one minor right here. But, um, but either way, like, you know, they, you know, they, this outreach of love, like I said, all, to, all together, probably got 40, 50 texts, you know, from students. I mean, that's a third of the team right there that reached out and said, Hey, I'm sorry, you know, that this happened, <clears throat> you know, and then a couple weeks later, 
I go into Michael's and one of my athletes is working in there and she sees me at checkout and she literally starts crying and goes, Oh my gosh. And came up and hugged me. It's a long like, story with this girl is that she was super awkward, super shy. You know, she got most improved last year. She was, yeah. she came over to triple jump for me. She's a little shy Asian girl who was like, she couldn't look in the eyes. She was super, super shy. By the end of the year of her work with me over at jumps, she was cracking jokes, poking fun at people, kind of just being fun, completely came out of her shell, got most improved, like got really close with the team where she was kind of like this like outsider, for like her first year, yeah. all the, made the conference roster, all kinds of cool stuff. Literally came up and she started crying. She's like, I'm so sorry that you know, that this happened and I really wish you would be here. And it like, literally like I felt like in the store, I was about to fucking cry. You know, I was yeah. just like, damn, I was like, that's powerful shit. Yeah, you know, to a, some people like, impacted forever. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it, it's, you know, and again, it's like, you know, I'm not trying to toot my horn and make it sound like I'm so fucking awesome. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of other people that would say completely otherwise, but like, but for those people, those are the people that I am helping the people that do have that type of feeling about it. It's like, those are the people I'm doing this for anyway, the people that I'm trying to help, you know, better themselves, whether it be socially, emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever it is. So that's the whole purpose of what I do. Like I've decided a long time ago, I want to help people and kind of like, <coughs> excuse me uh, kind of like rona kind of uh-oh uh-oh but kind of like batman you know sometimes i do it in a way that most people don't see the greater good of it you know but i make the i i do things that are not easy for the greater good like being hard on people and expecting that more out of people and you know can maybe being hard on them and maybe kind of getting on their ass a little bit and, and expecting something yeah and obviously it works because like i said 40 50 text messages from a bunch of high school kids you know, to a coach, you know, that they've had for a year or two. Some of them I've had for three or, you know, three years now and they were seniors and now I'm not going to be there. Well, obviously the whole season got canceled again because of Corona, but so in my, in my, in my own kind of selfish way, I'm kind of like, haha because now the season didn't happen and I'm not fucking there. Um, and like I said, another thing too is, you know, the coaches didn't say nothing to me about it when I asked him like, Hey, what was going on? Cause I reached out, I was like, Hey, what would the AD want to talk to me about? He's like, Oh, I have no idea what it would be about. Little did he know he already had someone hired, which is kind of bullshit. So oh, yeah, like, they just wanted you out, it seems like. Yeah, you know, so it's just like, it just bumps me out, though, because like I said, it's not about me, and it's it's not about them either, and it's like almost like they made it about them, or like their 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 agenda, or their, um, what's the word, like, reputation. They're more worried about like looking good and be like, oh, yep, so, you know, because someone blew the whistle, it must be true. It's, it's guilty until proven innocent. It just sucks because, again, because 40, 50 texts from a bunch of high school kids saying you never did any of that you know i heard what happened you never said this you never you were always helpful you're the only one that actually pushed this you're the only one i could sit and read all these but i you know these are yeah. all things that you know are personal messages to me but i'm obviously paraphrasing and nutshelling it but it's like you know that, well, that just like kind of seems like a, this is where we're going to the future too though it's like you have to appease everybody and yeah like, fuck that I don't know how many people can you hold together in your close circle and yet like you have to coach. And then on top of that, you have to uh, just a whole bunch of different groups of people too. Like, again, we're both like white guys. So eventually like, like, are we going to say something that's going to come back and bite us? Probably. I mean, it, that goes with everyone though. That just goes without saying, but especially if you're a white dude, if you're a white dude yeah. and you, you don't beat to that, that certain drum, then, then, you know, like I said earlier, you know, I'm sure I'll, I'll catch flack for some of listening to this. Cause I said, Trump's not that bad. I didn't say he's my yeah. favorite, you know, but, but the fact that I showed support, people will be like, aha, or even this yeah. story, they may be like, Oh bullshit. That guy for sure said that. But it's like, why would I, I know I've yeah. said dumb shit. If I said shit that could be considered racist or homophobic before, for sure, for sure. Was that ever my intent? No. No, but I, a lot of times I say shit because it's funny. 
and I say shit for shock value because people are so shock fucking value, sensitive. Trying to be funny. Yeah. Like, maybe. I mean. I mean. Dude, like if I I'm like shit. Like if I'm like, like you're but, gay, I don't. I'm not saying like you're gay as in like oh gay means like you're whatever. I mean gay like just because it's funny to say because people are like ah you know especially straight dudes they feel a certain way about it and it's like huh and, and it's, it, but if a gay person were if I was like you're gay to yeah. a gay person they'd be like yeah duh right like I have gay friends that have said that you know so it's like it's one of those things where it's like you know you got to not take everything as a fucking personal attack but yeah. we're in the we're in this whole thing where everyone's got to be a victim and i know i just went on a, like a 20 minute thing telling that story about how i was like the victim of this bullshit but it was just like i'm more or less just like I said my biggest concern is with myself it's the fucking kids the kids got screwed out of a of a of the relationship that we had to better their lives because someone was worried about some political correctness and then didn't even want to take the time to get to the truth they just went with what was easy like okay we can just yeah. write this off these kids go here we got to deal with them every day parents will be calling us every day if we don't do nothing let's just get rid of them and i think that's really what happened yeah. and I it mean, just you sucks it, yeah you got to put into perspective that like we're gonna be rounding about eight billion people on planet earth and when has someone ever been liked more than like five people just in general yeah. yeah i mean well, well just like as like a whole like just being a friend or just even being like a mentor like i mean i know a lot of people who gosh where am i even going with this i know a lot of people who don't like me yet i know a lot of people that respect me and i know a lot of people that would hang around mm -hmm. but like i'm only one person so it's just right. like i'm not going to be liked by everyone i'm mortally hated by a few people and you know the feelings mutual like I'm not bad. I'm not good. I just, you know, I just have to do what I think is morally right. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's the thing too, is that, you know, I do everything that I do, you know, from a, from a standpoint, you know, standpoint of like what I believe is right or wrong and just like anyone yeah. else. And, you know, kind of like Ned Stark, it's like, you know, sometimes the right thing to do is not the easiest thing. And typically that's, that's the case in most things. You know, but I, I just think like with the, in regards to school and kind of how they handle that situation, I, I don't think that that was the right move because, you know, they, they severed a relationship with the, with the, you know, that I have with a lot of students and yeah. I just, you know, it, it, I would be lying if I said I didn't get my own fulfillment out of it, but because I did, but it, like at the end of the day, it was like, it was just, it was some fucking ludicrous bullshit. It was just some fucking political nonsense and that's why I don't fuck with the, the the right and left back and forth bullshit where it's just like, yeah. you know, the, the, the race baiting or the fucking, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to shut you down because you said a word I don't like. So I'm just going to attack that. Shut the fuck up and grow some, you know, grow some balls, you know, yeah. get some tough skin. Like even just saying grow some balls, someone's going to be like, well, what do you mean by that? You trying to be a fucking Zim you know, Zerophobe. It's like, shut the fuck just, up. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to overthink it. You just sometimes. No, I was going to say, sometimes it's just a fucking figure of speech. Sometimes it's yeah. just saying. Sometimes it's just talking shit. Sometimes just lighten the fuck up. Like, For real. Or just, I mean, yeah. Just take a joke. That's really about it. How many people can get away with it yet? If someone who wasn't famous said it, like people just have, oh, no, like brain aneurysm. It looks like, like they're shutting down. Like, I can't believe you just said that. Well, yeah, I was quoting a movie. No, the, you said that, though. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. It's like sometimes like I've gotten an argument with someone, you know, about something and they'll send me an article and they'll say, it'll be a headline and it'll say something that's completely out of context. I'll read the whole thing or watch the whole video. And I'm like, okay. And more times than one, the video itself 
has actually, or the article they sent me, if they actually would have read it, the article proved what I was saying and proved them wrong. Have you ever had someone do that to you? Where they're like, hey, look at this article. And they send it to you with like, proof, motherfucker. And it's got a headline saying, for example, Trump said X, Y, Z. And I'll read it and I'll be like, okay, did you read the whole thing? Well, no. Okay, well, right there, like two cents after what you, the, what that the headline was, read the rest of that paragraph. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, whoops. You know, more... Because people don't want to fuck. It's so much easier to just get mad and fucking react than it is to sit, look back, and look at shit objectively and be like, okay, yeah. what's going on? But we don't want to do that. Like, if you don't say the right thing, and the thing with 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 academia and schools and shit, they're owned by the left. Like, so many te- more more teachers yeah. are are left leaning than than anything else. Like, media and and fucking our education system owned by the left. And so it's like, that's what's being pressed. And it's like, so these kids that are upcoming and the, the information they get, they're going through school, they're getting it all the time for, you know, 12, 13, 14 years straight, just bam, 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 getting crammed on their fucking throats. Of course, that's what they're going to think. And it's just really bummed up because it's, it's really just bums me up because they're not being objective. Does the right do everything yeah. right? No. Does the left? Absolutely not. The truth is always in the middle, but like we've gone to the point where now where it's like, you have to be, if you even lean one way or the other, you got to be put in a box which i'm not democratic i'm not i'm not a liberal or a republican or a democratic or or a democrat or republican you know i wouldn't consider myself either one of those things but yeah that's the thing and like that is so crazy because everything can go back to politics now we we become so political in this country it's fucking sickening well no one wants to stand up which i think we've seen it time and time again that someone who stood up for civil rights or something that wanted to have a big change they just kind of went away if you know what i mean right um so i don't think clinton's i mean i don't think there's going to be a drastic change towards the future when it comes to stuff like that just because i i think it's over like if if they win they win like if they shut down the internet and they're like oh yeah you and you and you and you like they could just come snatch us just like that lawyer in china like Talking about that dude, who knows where? Like, talking about the dude from from Harvard, invincible, and we're not impossible. And you know, like it kind of it kind of sucks that they kind of have your straw man just as always prisoner and always a uh, a debt serving good citizen, right? But um, because like I don't know, you look at me and you look at my quote unquote straw man. um, I'm totally a different person because like. I I've gone to my run in with Johnny Law and as you as my witness, like whatever should have went down, shouldn't have went down. Right. Yet I just got screwed over. But that's that's another story for another day. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know how me on paper versus me in real life is so it's so different because it's not how it went down, but that's just how the report was because it's a authoritative figure. Mm. which I've been in an authoritarian position and I'm just like, yeah, this is bullshit. Like, I don't know. I do not like the, uh, Johnny law as people. Cause I used to be in a law enforcement degree and then I got out of there because I just saw all the bullshit and I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm not down for that military shit again. Right. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to say because like there's so much I do, but there's so much I just don't want to say about all the stuff that just happened to 
well with us the past few years like yourself included Mm -hmm. um but yeah another story for another day maybe another podcast when uh when we get more into it yeah you know this isn't going to be the uh the last last, the last block a experience on here um but yeah bro it's uh it's been a yeah is you know with with uh everything that's going on in the media and everything it's it's you know something else oh this is what kind of what i want to bring up is you know what's going on in the media is that you know the show this covid shit and everything else no other time in the, in human history could we have cnn literally release ufo footage on you know declassified things from like 2014 of all these like naval things like the government has admitted that there's ufos like we don't know yeah. what the fuck these are. They're not saying they're alien, but they're like we don't know what the fuck they are. And there's a, there are no database whatsoever in any known military. So it's either shit that's someone's keeping from us, or it's some shit that's not from here. And nobody's fucking talking about it. And I've been a believer in aliens since I can fucking you know. And a lot of people are like, oh, does that mean you don't believe in God? Then you're you're uh you know because like people are like oh they assume like oh you're Christian so that you must not. And it's like okay, first of all, whoa. whoa, whoa. What does aliens have to do with like if God created all things, God could have created aliens too, just because it's you know, there's fucking it says in the Bible that there's dragons for crying out loud. Like there's literally in the book of Revelations when it talks about the apocalypse, it's talking about like dragons and shit and like fire, like coming fire breathing dragons. So let's not get too crazy on that. But anyway, side tangent alone, can you fucking believe? Did you see that that naval no, pilot that fucking I just heard about it through the grapevine, but I've not actually seen the footage. Check um, it out, bro. Because, like, do I, oh, man, I mean, it's not uncommon to think of, like, it that way. Because, like, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, because we're on planet Earth, we went through, like, six or seven extinctions, give or take, from, like, dinosaurs to... Maybe more. Maybe even more. Who knows? But what if there's a planet out there that never had an extinction like that and like they didn't have to start from ground zero and like what if they just had it perfect and they've just been like scoping space through like the past 4,000 years aka like what if the Egypts just came here right what if they would just like let's just plop down like 20 of these pig human people and see what happens and boom like we we don't know like like because we really don't because you look at the pyramids and you're like, how the fuck did they make that? Like, who knows? I read a thing that said that if, if like, cause some of those blocks are so big, they're like 500 tons or something crazy like that, that it would take, if you put, if you moved one block a day, it would take like some ridiculous, like 300 and 300 or some odd years to make or something like that. Like if you yeah. moved one stone a day from, say wherever i can't remember i'm obviously i'm fucking up the whole quote but it's something like if you move put one stone a day it would take over like so many hundreds of years to build the pyramids if you moved one stone it like placed yeah. one stone a day because like there was back in like 2016 i was reading an article that like a telescope on earth here like one of those science places actually found a pyramid on mars whoa yeah really yeah so I put that in perspective. And then also there's one in the Bermuda Triangle, like down in the depths. Dude, I knew there's some crazy shit. Like, like that's, where they, that's where they think Atlantis is. Yeah, which, I mean, it could have been a real city, but it could have just been destroyed like Pompeii. I mean, we'll never know. I mean, Pompeii there's, got blown to fuck. Yeah, it got blown the fuck up. 
But that's you, the one you where know, all the people are like, like the ash hit them and they're like fucking preserved yep. and shit. Yeah, preserved and. Ooh, can you imagine just sitting there? No. You're just fucking sitting back, you know, that's drinking like your coffee and coming and, down. Yeah, that's like it's like it's literally time, like captured. Like it's just like time is just fucking captured, and you just like it's like you have yeah. history. Like a moment in time is just it's just fucking like the body. The last like, moment is now preserved forever. That's crazy. And like, yeah, you died like this. This is what you look like when you died. You were fucking yeah. in this like burning ash, and you were just like fucked. Just imagine if someone was taking a shit. Oh, well, <laughs> hey man, at least you're releasing the tension on your way out. I mean, you're gonna shit anyway, so I mean, if anything, that's super convenient, right? Because you're right, you know, yeah. you're on the shitter, and when you die, you shit. So it's like I better shit my pants, and you're just fucking. You're already prepared, head of the game. Just like ah, that's awesome. Mid turd, just oh. <laughs> You know, that would be such a fucking bummer. That would just be just, I would just, I would be upset. I would be like, you know I would what? too. I'd be like, man, oh man, I fucked up. I didn't think, oh man. Uh, but you never know. Hey, maybe it can happen still. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I think there's something out there. I think it's, we're, it's just, we're, oh, it's course. too, it's too fucking arrogant of us to think like, Oh, we're the only thing they say that there's like over like 25,000 planets just in like the universe that we've been able to map out that are just like planet earth that could sustain life. Like 25,000 different possibilities. Chances are, the universe they're estimating is like what 13.4 billion years old. So you think over the, like as humans, us as humans, science thinks that we as homo sapiens, like this version of us, like where we could talk and think and speak how we do now is only about 300,000 years old. Think about something that might've been around for a couple million years in a different part of the universe yeah. an older part of the universe. Like, come on now. Like, I'm not saying they're like coming down like ET and we're best friends or it's like independence day where they're here to yeah. like, but they're definitely checking us out. Like yeah, they're, 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 they're definitely checking because this out. like, because like I get it. The fact that um, you know, that would be the coolest thing ever to like talk to an alien. But you have so many factors, like not even just a language barrier, but like also germ barriers too. Like you know, aka the virus and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like because there's that. Like people who you know you know, do they want to meet someone? Because like let's just say an alien came down and he went to the nearest Walmart. He would never come back to Earth ever again. He'd be like, "Fuck <laughs> that place." Oh shit! People at Walmart.com. Like, I saw some. I saw some weird ass shit, and don't go there. He'd but like, like versus like versus like if they met like a president or a politician or like a public figure or like a rock or, star their, their or like LeBron James these, or yeah. Tom Brady or something. Like, yeah, they, their experiences would change. They'd just be like, well, you have this and then you have that. And this is like another, I wouldn't say it's kind of a conspiracy theory, but not really. But like I was reading up on the Georgia Guidestones. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, it sounds familiar, but pretend I'm an idiot about it and give me a rundown. So it's this, it's this place in Georgia. They have 10 commandments on each stone in like 20 some different languages. And yeah, rule one is like we have to maintain this population at 500 million. Well, we're at almost eight billion people. So, wait, wait, wait. Is this a, is this a, yeah. is this a real thing? Is yeah. it like a real? Yeah, it is. Just look it up. Georgia Guidestones. George, hold on, I'm gonna look it up right now. Wait, keep telling me more about it. 
So, and it's pretty much like how to preserve humanity, kind of like the Thanos theory, almost like, you know, he has to kill half the planet and stuff like that, but it's even more than that. It's like one eighth. What's it called? Georgia what? Georgia Guidestones. And there it was, it was bought anonymously back in the seventies or eighties, straight cash. And there's a single video camera watching it at all times. Really? Yeah. Okay. So the Jersey, for those of you that are listening, uh, the George Guidestones are a granite monument erected in 1980 in Albert County, Georgia, in the United States. A set of 10 guidelines is inscribed on the structure in eight modern languages and shorter messages is inscribed at the top of the structure in four ancient language scripts. Um, okay, so 12. Yeah. 12 total. My bad on the 20. No, it's okay. All right, so here are the inscriptions. One, maintain humanity under... 500 million in perpetual balance with nature guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Okay. Being healthy, uh, unite humanity with a living new language. Okay. Rule, passion, faith, tradition, all things with tempered reason. So basically like don't go fucking crazy with all your shit with what you, with what don't, don't get bought in. Don't buy into all the bullshit. Uh, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Okay, yeah, be fair. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Okay, we kind of have something like that, but it's all corrupt. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Well, we're fucking that up. Um, balance personal rights with social duties. See, we don't do that well enough. Uh, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Yes. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Yeah. Like, so yeah, we're kind of fucking Mm. a lot of that up. Yeah. We're not really following almost any of that shit, to be honest. But yeah, Um, it's a good, it's a good prospect. But like number one is definitely the most quoted or common because, you know, just look at how many people we have and how many people like whoever the hell it could have been. Just some random dude who put it up there. But for mm. all we know, like, just look at th- what they want that. Because, like, let's just say aliens were to come down and read that. And they'd be like, hold on. Like, you have 8 billion people, yet you're trying to maintain 500 million? Mm. Come on now. Right. Or, like, what if they just want the breast and brightest and drop this virus? <laughs> That's crazy. Maybe they're like survival yeah. of the fittest straight up. They're like, all right, whoever can survive this, these are the people we're going to fucking harvest. Right. Some crazy but, shit. That, they're getting too out there, but you never know. I mean, that's just like the beauty of it, like mm-hmm. of having, of digesting all this information and stuff like that too. You could just come up with your own conclusion. And right. I mean, there's only a few things that are set in your life. It's you born, you live and you die. That's mm-hmm. really about it. Right. Right. And hey, for those who are scared of death, hey, you only die once. <laughs> That's true. Honestly, you know, going back to your point earlier in the podcast, when you're talking about like reincarnation, I would love to believe that. I would love to believe that like we come back and if we come back, I'm going to come back as my house cat because she's a spoiled little fuck. She literally oh, gets it. treats every day. Oh my God. She sleeps all day if she wants. She, she's got a clean litter box. I clean out her shit. She doesn't have to pay I mean, for anything. Well, Fucking. we're all house pets right now. Yeah, but we real. don't get to communicate so like just think like if people are losing their minds inside just think of your house pets just like on any given day you're gone for eight hours of the day to do a nine to five job that you don't like 
I'm gonna shoot you over here to her real quick. Oh, where is she? Oh, there she is. Oh. Knocked. <laughs> She's in Sleepville. Had to do it. For those of you who didn't see, go ahead and check out uh check this video out on YouTube at the Gamer Project. Uh, so you can see my cat Sequoia. If you've been checking out our other videos, she's made it a few appearances in those as well. So, but uh, yeah, dude. Uh, when, when it comes to when it comes to aliens, I I, I think we're out here, and uh, I, I do think uh, I do think there's some other shit we could definitely dive into on some other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we'll leave it here for today. Um, this is uh, typically the part of the podcast. Um, we kind of plug social medias, plug any special messages, kind of like last words. Um, and then we sign off, uh, kind of let people know where to find us on social media, where to check out this, um, you know, where to stream this at that whole thing. So if you want to plug your social media or plug anything, uh, the floor is yours and then we'll wrap this up. Ooh, well, social media wise, if you want to find me, I mean, if you want to message me, geez, I, uh, I really don't get on it too much. I just scroll it and I'm not really much for, you know, getting out there, but it's, uh, it's been fun. Uh, I mean, uh, just, I guess, comment to the channel and, uh, I guess I can read it popping from there and read it from time to time, but other social media stuff, I just kind of like living a private life. So that's uh, it. It's gonna Yeah. So you're going to plug your gamer tag. Sorry to bum you guys out. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. plug Plug your gamer tag. So my Xbox is more grenades. It's just how it's spelled, all caps. Um, is that more yeah, grenades? It. Yep, just how it's spelled with a space in there too. I've had it since Halo Two. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going, I'm going, trying to collect my pension on Xbox Live. Hey, there you go. <laughs> for twenty years, but then my also my PlayStation gamer tags rally back, Henny. Rally back, Henny. Rally yep. back. Let's go. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I'll leave those two out there for you guys. And, uh, yeah, to those out there who think differently than others, just remember the philosopher Plato actually got killed by his own people just because he thought a different way. And uh, one more kind of note, be kind to each other. Uh, Yeah. Real. Real. Be kind. All right, everyone. Uh, That is going to wrap it up for episode two of the Gamer Project podcast uh thank you guys for tuning in uh go check us out on our hosting site uh podbean.com it's uh go ahead and create a free account go ahead and download this like it comment on it it just helps us grow helps uh, more people uh check us out if you guys like what you heard uh this is gonna be one of many more uh podcasts we're gonna do uh mr block a aka blake aka Rallyback back henny will be making a comeback again we're gonna have more guests on uh if you guys kind of like this kind of like the shit we talk about um have things that you want to request to do about patreon uh page you guys can go ahead if you guys donate to that uh minimum uh donation is a dollar if you guys do that you guys get a shout out on the podcast and you get to request uh topics and things to talk about so if there's something that we're not talking about that you want us to kind of touch on or know our thoughts on go 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 in there donate a dollar to us and uh we'll shut you out and then uh we'll uh we'll talk about whatever topic or question that you have um so if you guys want to do that great um or if you just want to donate to our cause anyway i understand everyone's struggling uh right now um so like i said don't feel pressure but if you are in a position where you're able to um it's all appreciated at the very least and that's a lot of information uh go give us a like download uh the podcast um hopefully we'll be up on spotify here hopefully in the next week or two 
Um, but again, go over to check out Podbean. Again, uh, this whole thing will be uploaded on YouTube. For those of you that are listening, go check us out on YouTube at uh, The Gamer Project. We've got reaction videos, training tips, podcast videos, the whole the whole shebang. Uh, follow me um, at Zachary Gearman uh, for Snapchat and at Zachary Gearman for my Instagram. Fuck Facebook, fuck Twitter. Uh, there's cesspools of bullshit and I want a part of it. Um, if you guys are on there, have fun. Uh, you'll never, you won't catch me there. Uh, with that being said, uh, the wife, uh, hopefully she'll hop back on another one. She's been doing her Ironman training. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I know it's a lot of information. Uh, if you guys like what you see though, like I said, uh, feel free to, like I said, give us all the loves, thumbs up, share with your friends, uh, get the word out. Um, that's all I got. So with that being said, gear squad, thank you for tuning in. Uh, the rest of y'all listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is Zach Gamer from the Gamer Project, and we out here. Peace. Peace.